on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other 97.3. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 
nothing can stop us, so nothing can stop us, so they cannot stand us, so they cannot stand us, so we are fire, we are fire. We are certainly getting bigger every day. Great way to start the morning. Bonjour, good morning. Buenos dias, this is the City Breakfast Show. On Wednesday, the 28th of September, 2022. My name is Nathan Kwa, sitting in for Bernard Avle. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday morning. Sounds of Moses Bliss with the song Bigger. That should inspire us in the midweek as we get out there to face the world. We need to understand that we are getting bigger, we are getting better, we are moving to the top, and we are inspiring ourselves to accomplish things. Show is running till 10 a.m. And you are part of this show. Send us a message on 0549-986-996. Get to us on Twitter at City973, hashtag CityCBS. And you are listening to us live on CityNewsroom.com. And we start off with our business sense. Brought to us by ADB. ADB has the Payday Plus. If your salary goes through ADB, I've got great news for you. You can access up to 10,000 CDs or 80% of your next net monthly salary. And there's no interest on repayments within 30 days. And your money hits your account the same day. If this is something that interests you, call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or now on 0244-284197. ADB, truly a Greek and more. Today's business sense is a short but very precise quote from Solon. Solon is a Greek philosopher. And he says, he who has learned how to obey will know how to command. He who has learned how to obey will know how to command. So to lead, you have to learn how to follow. If you want to get to the place of leadership, you need to understand that it takes the principles of uh, being a servant, being a disciple, being a follower, being somebody who obeys. That is the best way to become a leader yourself. So he who has learned how to obey will know how to command. Comes from Solon. And that's our business sense for the morning. 
brought to us by ADB, ADB Truly, a Greek and more. Up next is the newspaper review. Live on the City Breakfast Show on your dial 97.3 FM. We are broadcasting from Adabraka in Accra to the ends of the world on citynewsroom.com. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. No limitations, we're getting bigger. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Welcome to the newspaper review on the City Breakfast Show. And the segment is brought to us by Kel Kids. Now, brushing your kids' teeth can sometimes be difficult because they will resist, they will fight, they will say no. Give them Kel Kids toothpaste flavored with strawberry, and that means that you have a hook. You draw them in because they will love the taste, and then they will love to brush their teeth, and then it becomes a habit. It's recommended for children between two and six years. It will prevent cavities, it will pr- protect their gums, and make their teeth strong and healthy. Kel Kids is approved by the FDA. Kel Kids, happy smile. 
you need to give your car engine a good dose of quartz engine oil now it's been built with age resistance technology and will improve protection against your engine or improve, uh, improve protection for your engine sorry against mechanical wear by up to 74 percent even under the most extreme temperatures and pressure um so that's that's the deal with um, quartz engine oil choosing quartz from your uh range or from the range that total energies has for you is choosing the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and it will make it run younger for longer these days that the budget isn't budgeting wouldn't be wouldn't it be nice if you had some cash in your lap well that's what you get with the fidelity bank sikaboom promo just deposit and maintain 300 cds and multiples of it in your account and you could win 100,000 CDs in the grand draw. The promo is running from now till February 2023 on the Caritas Lottery platform. So go and deposit that money. You add multiples of 300 CDs and you could be in for a great uh, ride. Next year, you could win 100,000 CDs. That's the biggest prize available in the draw. Open your Fidelity Bank account. Make that deposit today. Remember, T's and C's apply. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. Sounds of Osibisa with the song Pata Pata. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's a very interesting Wednesday morning. Oh, come on. <laughs> Look, it's hot day. Look at the weather. This is weather for, you know, relaxing, staying indoors. I mean, we are indoors, but we're working, you know. Yeah. Look at how it's just the consistent gradual rainfall you know you just roll around under your car it's lazy weather actually ah, like, this is weather. such la- look this is just a <laughs> people are gonna call in sick today pa yes and the rain started really early oh, yeah i did yeah, it's been raining for it's, a good it's, while it's good you know just this drizzle 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 trickle yeah. drizzle trickle drizzle trickle but drizzle trickle yeah drizzle yeah. trickle on hump day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are the ones who have been shouting 
Hey, superstar, superstar, who yanka? Who and who have been? I'm just telling you. Tell you the same people. You should use the same energy to tell him to pass the ball. Okay, so he's he's not a baby pele. He should pass the ball. This is the warm up to the World Cup. Ibakasi. Eh? Ibakasi. Well, we 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 don't have time again. Ah. Okay. Tell him Inaki is making the run. Inaki is making the run. Pass him, Babu. Look, the the frustration was so deep that even a Samoa sitting at home. <laughs> was frustrated for the striker. That's how much he was sitting at home. He was like, "Ah, the striker Chance. is making the runs. Just put the ball." He says he must be so frustrated. <laughs> see, and that's well, the, see, the, the big lesson. That that's why there's a senior player thing. Okay, <laughs> Wonoko. If Asamoah was the one up front making the run, yes, and you try one, one two, two and the ball doesn't come, some slap you will <laughs> chop on the pack. Oh yeah. Or he will wait for you to get to the dressing room. You will give it to you. Some left, right, you will take. Small boy, you can pass the ball. You pass the ball. There's something to be said for a mix of experience and youthful exuberance. I think experienced heads play that kind of role. (laughs) Even when we discuss football, Abeku doesn't get upset. Abeku is upset with this boy. Pass the ball. (laughs) Pass the ball anyway. Okay, but take the victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not complaining about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A win is a win. A win is a win. National football. We need to move. But he has to pass, pass the ball. He has to pass Where? the ball. Kudus, pass my ball. Star boy and all, but pass the ball. No, me and Front page of the Daily Graphic. <laughs> BOG is buying gold. Let me tell you about uh, it. The Bank of Ghana is buying gold. Yeah. Gold firms begin sales to BOG. 125,000 ounces expected last quarter. Land scarcity impedes agenda 111 in Greater Accra. There's hey. land scarcity here. Oh! Okay, I'll give you details. Aisha Wang, others slapped with additional two-week custody. Mm-hmm. And MIAA empowers men to examine women for breast cancer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that properly for you in a second. Now, the Ghanaian Times front page, oil revenue, Ghana bags $731.94 million in the half year of 2022. Speculation on Ghana's debt restructuring is premature, says the IMF. The president receives four new envoys to Ghana, 12 excavators used for illegal mining seized in Ashanti region, mm. and 100,000 men in Mia the Breast campaign to fight breast <laughs> cancer launched. What? 100,000 men in Mia the Breasts. It's a campaign to fight breast cancer. Which campaign? So he said MIA. It's not MIA. It's Mia the Breasts. I thought men in something, something. No. Well, maybe they've, they've turned it into some kind of acronym. Uh, but it's Mia. You see, the way Ghanaian Times has actually written it. You see? Uh, it's Mia. Mia yeah. the Breasts. Okay. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a campaign we can all get behind. You can behind. all get behind. Yes. Or get uh, in front of. Yes. Front page get ahead of, of the daily <laughs> analyst. Medical profession, not trial and error. Medical and dental council tells Ukraine online doctors. Hey! <laughs> okay. <laughs> On the COVID 19 alleviation program, loan repayment hits 20 million Ghana cities. Uh, the Aisha One story is here. Baumia has been commissioning some Sino Hydro Cape Coast inner city 
roads. Okay. On the new crusading guide front page, Ghana IMF $3 billion loan talks. Also, support MMDCEs in Gallum Safe Fight. This is the Ellen Bella DCE urging people. And Sam Jonah wins Moses Foundation Top Award. And there's more in the new crusading guide today. Mm. Front page of the Ghanaian publisher, uh, we need strong stance against illegal mining. That's Justice Akwa, uh, the judge from the Aisha Huang case. Uh, the government says it's unwavering in Galamse fight, according to uh, the land's minister. Government committed to closing digital divide, coming from the Minister for Communication and Digitalization, Madam Esla Owusu. Mahama mm. running mate Paris under performance charge. Mm. The new publisher front page. Booing Nanado turns NDC NPP blame game. Ten girls and four men arrested for selling sex in Kumasi. Ghana positioned as Africa's digital gateway and no bail for Aisha Wang and Co. Front page of the Herald newspaper. Kitu South residents protest against salt mining company over death of three miners. Uh, that was a big uh, thing uh, that happened um, there. The Gensa deal is still on the front page. I think the Herald has been pushing this way before it became mainstream news. Now it is mainstream news. Uh, $2 billion GMPC Gensa gas loot gets dirtier. Uh, and then it says uh, the EMT denies involvement. Conflicted attaches parliamentary oversight responsibility turns into a charade. All right. On the Metro Lens front page, uh, Prija dictates transport business in Brikum. The NPA is to host the largest petroleum uh, conference today. A new medical facility, Amat Clinic, opened at Aoshi. And Prakasa fights epilepsy, blood sugar, cholesterol, and hypertension. There's a study on that in the Metro Lens. Front page of the Republic Press uh, has Kokua Nidoho and the Sidun continuing uh, their. <laughs> is it a conflict or is it a dispute? Anyway, those two don't get along. Mm. Uh, so, the front page, I'm not going to read what the story, the headline okay. says. Uh, Aisha Juan denied bail. Uh, the Kaswa toll booth abandoned uh, weeks after crash. Baumia on Ghana's economy, tough days ahead, but recovery is coming yes and uh this one is from the npp fans who booed a kufuado at global city festival lack home training okay <laughs> the chronicle front page efadate mm, the great says visiting bni is like going into a virgin's home okay I- imf rebuts ghana's debt restructuring rumor Ekufuado's euphemistic view on our economic challenges and Ephesians 4:29 Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear All right uh, let's go online citynewsroom.com says report on alleged 1.5 billion dollar judgment debt against GNPC exaggerated that's the government's uh, the government's response Booing of a Kufado, a vote of no confidence, the NDC is saying. COVID-19, Russia-Ukraine war exposed Ghana's fiscal recklessness. The, an economist is speaking. Kirti South residents joined protest against seven sea salt companies. Then Aisha Huang, three others, denied bail again. Citybusinessnews.com. Shira Champon to government, and he's saying, do not rely solely on IMF to solve your problems. That's a very strong warning mm. there. MyJoyOnline.com Fatal Isahaku scores debut goal as Black Stars record narrow win over Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. A, a report is saying government to face difficult refinancing options in repaying maturing T-bills. And a judge is saying we need to take a strong stance against mm. illegal mining. So it's that's under Aisha Wang. Aisha Star FM's online portal says police investigate drowning of cop Asiri Amoya. Mm. 
And um, government rejects $1.5 billion financial loss claim in GMPC Gensa agreement. And Seth says government will hit a snag with debt calculation in IMF negotiation. And if you go international, the BBC's homepage says total blackout in Cuba in wake of Hurricane Ian. Mm. Very interesting one there. And Florida fears catastrophic flooding as Hurricane Near. So, for example, if you watch the CNN, they have stories uh, concerning that one. Florida being battered, really. They're always battered. Okay, can we start with the editorial in the new publisher today? Okay. Mm. Now, it says, no option but to once again extend the SIM registration deadline. So, we all know that Friday, it's in two days, is the deadline, September the 30th, the agreed final deadline for Ghanaians yet to link their SIM cards with their Ghana cards, and the penalty is that all unlinked SIM cards will be blocked. Now, in this piece, it says, however, with just days to the deadline, facts on the ground strongly suggest that the deadline begs for yet another re-extension, probably to an indefinite date, because the National Identification Authority has stated that it will not be able to issue all eligible Ghanaians with Ghana cards the key primary document needed for the SIM registration. There are over 2 million eligible Ghanaians yet to get their Ghana cards from the NIA. And without that card, as we know, the SIM registration cannot be complete. So this implies that there'll be about 2 million Ghanaians who, through no fault of theirs, cannot register their SIM cards ahead of the deadline. Blocking the SIM cards of these 2 million plus Ghanaians, who, through no fault of theirs, are unable to register, would certainly spark all manner of protests and possible lawsuits against the government. So you can read more in the new publisher today but we'll be watching this because mm. in the next couple of days there could be a lot of unhappy people oh, yes. who cannot use their phones yes. yeah yeah let me take you to page 13 of the daily graphic land scarcity impedes agenda 111 in greater accra this is coming from the original minister and it says uh, that uh, the original minister henikoti has expressed dissatisfaction at the slow pace of work on the agenda 111 hospital projects in the region mm. he attributed the situation to the unavailability of lands in most of the assemblies while some of the available lands were entangled in litigation uh, last year the government announced that it has secured a hundred million dollars in startup funding uh, through the Ghana Investment Infrastructure for the Ghana Investment Infrastructure Fund for the commencement of Agenda 111 district specialized in regional hospitals across the country. It looks like Greater Accra uh, is not making any progress on this matter. Mm. Okay, you had a story about the Medical and Dental Council and the yes, Chronicle yes, 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 as well. Yes, yes. The editorial is actually on this. So, okay, the Medical and Dental Council of Ghana has said it will not recognize medical degrees obtained from the war-ravaged Ukraine. The council says it has observed that since the Russia-Ukraine war started, some tertiary courses conducted in the war-torn country, including medicine and dentistry, have been converted online. A situation that the council says is ineffective for the nature of the medical and dental program. The the Chronicle agrees with the council's decision and would encourage it not to heed any pressure from any quarters to relent on this bold directive. They say it's true that Ukraine, Cuba and Venezuela have over the years been an educational haven for quality training of Ghanaian students who have sought medical education in these countries. And the MDC has over the years not failed to recognize and license students who return to the country with degrees from any of the above mentioned countries because of the credibility they've gained over the years. It's sad that no one knows when this Ukraine and Russia madness is going to stop. But it also does not mean that as a country, we should toy with our educational system. And it says the study of medicine and dentistry is different from the study of programs in the humanities. Unlike in the humanities, which involves a lot of reading and is easier to be pursued online, the study of medicine is not so. Now, I wonder what people have to say about this. You know, um, 
are there valid points here that if you're getting a medical or dental degree online, online it's a bit questionable. But then again, when those students come to Ghana, they're examined. They have to pass yes, they need to. The, the exams here before they can practice. So, I mean, could we also say, okay, even if you're doing it online, when you come to Ghana, you still have to pass our evaluation. Godfrey, you have an interesting look on your face on this one. Okay. I'm, waiting for, we'll student, I'm waiting for the students to do a protest or a press. Exactly. We know that's coming, right? That's what I'm waiting yeah. for. Let, let's, let, let's talk big money. Yeah. Let's talk mm-hmm. big money. GMPC is in the news. Yeah, ah. What's happening okay. there? Now, the government has described as misleading. Now, this story is on citynewsroom.com. And the government says, reports that Ghana is likely to incur a $1.5 billion financial loss in an agreement between GNPC and U.S.-based Ghanaian energy U.S.-based Ghanaian-owned energy company, Genta Energy Holdings. Uh, Deputy Minister of Mines and Energy, Mohamed Amin, uh, told journalists that, quote, for now, it is a bit exaggerated. The African Center for Energy Policy and Money Africa revealed in a report that the deal in which Genta committed to pay a reasonable price for gas to power embedded or off-grid power plants, it leases to various large mines and consumers in the cement and ceramics industries triggers possible financial recklessness on the part of GNPC. But Mr. Amin said Imani and ASEP should have been more measured while uh, sharing their conclusions. So that, that is not what is important. What is the deal? You see, that's the issue. These things, uh, it is exaggerated. It is but, this. Yeah, but what, what yeah, is you the tell deal? us what it is. You have the information so you can determine whether it is exaggerated or not. So what is it? Because obviously there is something. You feel Imani, ASAP should have waited or done whatever. Cool. What is it? You, they met at this thing yesterday and they didn't tell us anything apart from it was exaggerated. What is the deal? That is what you should be telling citizens. Is it inflated or not? Are you making losses or not? Is it good or not? That is what we want to know. As whether it was exaggerated or not. If it was exaggerated, it means there's some truth there, but maybe it has been blown out of proportion. So what is it? Mm. What? Oil revenue, we're discussing, in the center spread mm. of the Ghanaian Times, Ghana earned $731.94 million in petroleum receipts in the first half of this year. This represents a 108.9% increase over the 2021 half-year receipts of $350.31 million. The figure is also $51.39 million shy of the $783 plus million bagged in the entire year 2021. The increase in receipts, according to the Public Interest and Accountability Committee, or PIAC, was largely attributed to revenues in respect of corporate taxes, surface rentals, and crude oil lifting. So, looks like we're on track to exceed expectations for oil revenue. Um, mm. At least we're doing better than we yeah, did that, last yeah. year, um, which I suppose is good mm. news as we're looking for more yeah, avenues that's, that's, to raise that's revenue. The, yeah. the PIAC half-year report. Let me, let me stay with the minerals sector mm-hmm. and uh, the criminal aspect of it because we are in court. Oh, yeah. If you go to the Ghanaian publisher on uh, page three, Aisha Juan is in court and the judge says we need a strong stance against illegal mining. Mm. And this is after he declined bail on the grounds that Aisha Juan's re-entry into Ghana remains unclear. Mm. Quote, watching the activities of illegal miners on television speaks volumes of how our forests are being destroyed. Everyone is complaining. He said, adding that we need to take a strong stance on these activities. Um, on the defense side, uh, Captain Nkrabia, a fact that I retired, also said, quote, I pray that four weeks in custody is on the high side. Admit the accused persons to bail. This case is about mother, daughter, and two other gentlemen. Now, if you go to page six of the same newspaper, 
the government continues to affirm its determination to win the Galamse fight, and this time is the Lance Minister. And uh, he says the fight against Galamse will be a joke if stakeholders are not honestly involved. So mm. there's that, yeah. Okay, well, let's go to the Guinean Times again now. There's a couple of health stories. Remember, we've been seeing a lot on HIV and AIDS. There's another story today. It says, Intensify HIV-AIDS sensitization among adolescents. And the story is by Abigail Anno and says, The National Heart to Heart Ambassador, Reverend John Azuma, who has lived with HIV for over 20 years, he said, Stigma and discrimination is still rife against persons living with HIV and is a major deterrence for young persons to disclose their status and to receive the needed help. He said, PLHIVs suffer great stigmatization even by some health workers who are supposed to know better. This must stop if we're to encourage a lot of people to open up on their status and receive help. PLHIVs have equal rights with all persons, and these rights must be respected and safeguarded. Now, also in the Times, cancer patients are stranded at Kolibu Teaching Hospital mm. over the breakdown of a machine. Now, treatment for some of the cancer patients at the Kolibu Teaching Hospital has been halted for over a week following the breakdown of one of the radiotherapy machines of the hospital. The KBTH has only two radiotherapy machines which serve thousands of cancer patients referred from various hospitals across the country. At the moment, only one machine is currently functional leaving hundreds of patients booked to receive treatment from that particular machine stranded. Investigations conducted by the Ghanaian Times revealed that the machine broke down on Monday, the 19th of September, and as of Tuesday, which was yesterday, the machine has still not been fixed and cancer patients are still being turned away. Some of the patients, in separate interviews with the Times, expressed worry over the situation, fearing it could cost them their lives. They're calling on the Ministry of Health to intervene as a matter of urgency by allowing authorities at the radiotherapy center to put them on the only functional radiotherapy machine instead of making them wait for more days. Now, Sarah Ampofo is one. She's 37, mother of four. She's been put on a 25 cycle of radiotherapy after chemotherapy for treatment of an invasive type of cancer and she was on her eighth round when the machine developed a fault. Now, knowing the nature of invasive cancers, she's afraid that she could suffer a reoccurrence of the disease because of the default in treatment, which is, I mean, this is, this is a yeah, pressing this, issue. This is you have the breast cancer issue as well. Um, yes, the Mia, mm, Mia the breast. There's actually times. That's on page four. So yeah, page speaking four. of cancer, so they But I hear, the I, the, I hear it's men. Um, men in arms against breast cancer. Arms yes, against so breast Mia. Mm, so it's Mia. Men in arms. No, this is M I A A. M I A A. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred thousand men in Mia the breast campaign to fight breast cancer. They've launched that. This is to empower 100,000 men across the country Great. to help in the fight against breast cancer. Mia the Breast will ride on the back of the Breast Cancer Month in October. It's just coming up in a few days. Yes. This will offer training to men on how to screen the breast to detect lumps, um, to address myths and misconceptions about the disease and to rally them to join advocacy on breast cancer to reduce yes. the surge in the country. Now, it's being spearheaded by Baby Kafu a mother and child advocacy initiative in collaboration with Impact 360 International, which is an NGO. In a keynote address, the general surgeon at the Nyahu Medical Center, Dr. Romeo Husi, decried the breast cancer prevalence in the country, with most cases being diagnosed in late stages due to factors including low awareness, financial constraints, lack of access to timely, affordable, and effective diagnosis and treatment. He said advocacy in the breast cancer fight has evolved in the country, prompting government intervention to enroll some chemotherapy onto the NHIS. 
but a lot more could be done to support patients of breast cancer. So we're trying mm. to empower 100,000 men across the country. We've got two already here. I'm going to add Jabano and Caleb to that number as well. So yeah, we've got four we'll, we'll in, the, in the City Breakfast Show team yeah, who will be well. part of the campaign mm. to help raise more awareness and to help to screen for lungs. And it's and really important that. if you look at the breast cancer numbers in this country. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's no small It's thing. no small. And young women yeah. are being diagnosed a lot. Yeah. And I think this is one of the instances where we need to empower researchers to investigate some of these things. Why are we getting a lot Why more young women more? getting breast cancer? You know, but it, it takes a lot of investment into research. Let me wrap up with uh, Black Stars beats Nicaragua yes. 1-0 back page of the Daily Graphic and uh, 34th minute volley converted by Abdul Fatali Saku. Was that one Yeah, gave a lone goal victory over Nicaragua. Uh, the game was played in Yorker in mm. Spain yesterday. So Ghana's uh, played their last friendly match against Switzerland at the Baneas Club Stadium in Abu Dhabi on November 17 before heading to Qatar. And also a class of folk have sacked their coach, oh, uh, So We thank him. Yes. He brought us a league title and two back-to-back FA Cup. So, Charlie? Abeku, could you pass the ball? No, you will pass the ball. He doesn't want to pass the ball. He will learn his lesson. He has learned his lesson. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. That was a new society. Many, many thanks, Kokui and Godfrey. Up next is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Six fifty nine. Up next is the City Business News, brought to us by Goyle. They've got great news for you. These days, you can use mobile money to pay when you buy your fuel at any Goyle service station. Follow them on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and get more info on their new initiative. Goyle Good Energy. Goyle Yanye Diem. MTN is also bringing us the City Business News. Now, it's good knowing that you can just and vibe all day long on Sundays. So, to access the MTN Sunday special, just dial star 550 hash. As low as 52 pesos, enjoy endless conversations. Remember, T's and C's apply. And the business is also brought to us by Enterprise. Enterprise is your advantage. And Enterprise is here with all the latest from the world of business. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News brought to you by MTN, Guel and Enterprise, your advantage, empowered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Public Interest and Accountability Committee makes a strong case for government to expedite the release of funds into the District Assembly Common Fund. Also coming up, International Monetary Fund calls speculations that Ghana is poised to start talks on the restructuring of its debt as part of plans to secure a $3 billion loan from the fund.
to the details now, an economist and political risk analyst, Dr. Theo Echampong, has cautioned governments to carefully think through any restructuring of the country's debt due to the potential risks on the domestic banking sector. A team from the IMF has begun a second round of discussions with government on a bail- bailout for Ghana. Dr. Echampong says the IMF intervention will come with conditions that might threaten the banking sector if care is not taken. He also called on government to be mindful not to worsen the asset quality of local banks. Many a time the debt restructuring is one of the conditions for accessing and there's even talk about some sort of discount or some will call if the People are forced down the route or the government goes down the uh, extreme option of offering a discount or a haircut. Um, and given that we are already coming out of a banking sector crisis where we spent in excess of $20 billion cleaning up the banks, right? You're going to end up worsening or deteriorating the asset quality of many of these banks. In other words, the restructuring exercise that was done a few years ago would pretty much come to to naught. So we have to make some provision, right, or provide sufficient policy support to, in a way, counter any of these systemic risks that I'm talking about in terms of the exposure of the domestic banking sector. Economist and political risk analyst Dr. Theo Echampon speaking there. Meanwhile, the International Monetary Fund has calmed the fears of Ghanaians on the back of reports that discussions were set to begin on the restructuring of the country's debt as part of plans to secure a $3 billion loan from the fund. The Bretton Woods Institution insists the restructuring of Ghana's debt will be dependent on the outcome of its debt sustainability analysis report. In a news conference in Washington, D.C., the IMF Director of Communications, Jerry Rice, noted that the analysis report will indicate if there is a need for debt restructuring in the first place and, if necessary, how it should be carried out as well as which areas will be affected. This, he said, will inform the next line of action as government and the fund remain committed to ensuring no harm is done to the interest of stakeholders as a result of this program. Away from that, the Public Interest and Accountability Committee, PIAC, is calling on the government to expedite the release of funds into the District Assembly Common Fund. According to the committee, although an amount of 157 million Ghana cities had been budgeted for 2022, no transfer of the annual budget funding amount had been made to the District Assembly Common Fund as at the end of the first half of the year. The annual budget funding amounts are funds for exceptional purposes as defined by the Petroleum Revenue Management Act. PIAC insists the funds used to sponsor projects from the District Assembly Common Fund include markets and parks, which facilitate business activities and therefore must be prioritized. Professor Kwame Adumfrimporn is the chairman of the committee. Until last year, where some, so, uh, some parliamentarians sent the government to cause Pudu and others, uh, it was not paying. So based on that, government also uh, made the act on its responsibilities and paid an amount into the fund. Even though the amount was not up to the exact amount, something was paid. So we were thinking that once the government has made an attempt to go or comply with the act, it will continue. That was last year. By come this year, we are half year, 30th June. 
nothing has been paid. So we are just drawing the attention of the government that it's not a promise. It's enshrined in the act a responsibility. Once it's there and he has started paying last year, they should go ahead and pay. Because we have some projects, a lot of projects. And we are mandate is that any activity that has used, uses uh, petroleum revenue, we have to make sure that we monitor it and inspire. You heard the chairman of the Public Interest and Accountability Committee, Professor Kwame Adum Frimpon. Now, the governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison, has assured of efforts to check the rising inflation rate despite global and local pressures hindering its efforts. Already, the Monetary Authority has raised its benchmark rate by 850 basis points since November 2021, and the cash reserve requirement is on course to reach a cumulative year-to-date hike of 700 basis points. Now, in a speech read on his behalf at the 39th Annual General Meeting of the Ghana Bankers Association, by the head of banking supervision at the central bank or CGC, the governor noted that further rate hikes are within the realm of possibility to stem the situation. MPC is pursuing an aggressive policy tightening posture since November 2021 to deal with the rising inflation and exchange rate depreciation and to rear anchor inflation expectations. Cumulatively, the MPC has hiked the policy rate by 850 basis points. In addition to the policy rate hikes, the bank reversed the COVID-related regulatory relief granted banks and increased the cash reserve ratio to 12%, reset the capital conservation buffer to the pre-pandemic level of 3%. With continued pressures and tightened inflation expectations, the MPC held an emergency meeting in August and hiked the policy rate further by 300 bps to 22%. Furthermore, the bank again raised the CR from 12% to 15% to be implemented in an incremental manner by 100 bips at each stage from September to November 2022. So, cumulatively, by the end of the year, the CR would have increased by 700 basis points. Considering that inflation remains significantly above the medium-term target band and upside risks to inflation remains elevated, the bank will stay committed to the tight monetary policy stance to attain the price stability mandate. That was the head of banking supervision at the Bank of Ghana, Osei Jisi. Meanwhile, the central bank says it remains committed to ensuring that the interest of consumers is protected as it remains open to engaging the cryptocurrency industry. Now, despite the growing adoption of cryptocurrency around the world, it still remains illegal in Ghana, with the Bank of Ghana constantly cautioning the public against it. Now, speaking during the Africa Money Summit West Africa held in Accra, the head of fintech and innovation at the Bank of Ghana, Kwame Opong, added that despite the progress that has been made in the fintech space, a lot more has to be done to increase its penetration in Ghana. It's paramount of paramount importance to the bank in evolving a conducive regulatory environment at all times. Ladies and gentlemen, as a regulator, we are open to dialoguing with the cryptocurrency industry for mutual appreciation of our respective perspectives towards a more altruistic model and regulatory outcomes of which consumer interest and protection are preeminent. In our quest to promote fintech, though much progress has been made, there is so much more to be done. This is why Bank of Ghana has chosen to have an open-door policy to engage and will continue to open up to the understanding, interests, concerns and opportunities. 
You have the head of fintech and innovation at the Bank of Ghana, Kwame Opong. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Data Bank for part nine of the topic, 10 mistakes that could cost you your retirement. Today, we continue to look at mistakes preventing Ghanaians from enjoying a comfortable retirement. Number one is failing to set a retirement goal with a numerical target. Number two is putting off savings for retirement until later. Three is not having realistic expectations about retirement expenses. Four is keeping all your money in a traditional savings account that is not keeping pace with inflation. Five is combining your investments for retirement and other purposes in the same account. Number six is having the wrong investment mix because you didn't match your investments to your time horizon and risk tolerance. Number seven is carrying debt into your retirement. And number eight is believing your tier one and tier two SNP pension will be enough to retire on. Remember, it's to alleviate poverty in retirement, not make you rich. Mistake number nine is cashing out instead of transferring your provident fund when you change employers. When switching jobs, you have the option of transferring your employer-sponsored retirement account into another account or cashing it out. Unfortunately, most staff prefer to cash out their fund, which will set you back on your retirement journey and eliminate the benefits of compound interest. So take charge of your retirement with Data Bank. Let's face it together. That was Jillian Hammer of Data Bank bringing an end to the breakfast edition of City Business News brought to you by MTN, Goyle and Enterprise Your Advantage and powered by citybusinessnews.com. My name is Ellen Dapa. Do have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. My level, love. My level, love. Maybe today I don't get nothing, but tomorrow I go get something. And I go buy the motor for my mouth. But the enemy won't worry me. I go show a lot. 714. Up next is kickoff. Maybe today we start off. So you go sing my song. Brought to us by Lecheo. You need to update your records with the shareholder and do that using the Ghana card because it's now the only accepted ID for all financial transactions. Send a WhatsApp message to 0574-065-958 or 0302-208333 and talk to someone at the shareholder for all the help you need. The shareholder lets improve lives. Daniel Cranting is here. It's time for kickoff. Rise above the noise. It's time for kickoff on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Cranting. In the headlines, the Black Stars of Ghana register a 1 0 win over Nicaragua in their pre World Cup friendly. Asante Kotoko will take on in Swatriman later today and all the latest in the UEFA Nations League.
Let's start off with the Black Stars now. And they recorded a 1-0 win over Nicaragua in their second pre-World Cup friendly played in Spain last night. Fatah Isahaku scored the only goal of the game just before the halftime break to give Otuado's men their first win of the series. Head coach Otuado spoke after the game. He says he's not worried about the Black Stars' current form and says all the favourites for the World Cup are also struggling at the moment. It's the same for everyone else. Germany, okay, they played 3 free before last game. They lost 1-0 to Hungary, so the same for them. England, they lost before they played also a draw now, so it's the same for them. They didn't win in two games. Uh, there's so many other uh, teams who have problems and who didn't do well, maybe, and didn't score much goals, so it's the same for all. So we're all in the same boat, so, so I'm not, not scared. He also spoke about new boy Inyaki Williams, who made his first start for the Black Stars. He says he was impressed with his forward running and the team's chance creation ratio overall. <laughs> Inyaki had, I think Inyaki had uh, one very big chance, so he was well located. Um, and then he had, this is maybe what you don't see, he had very, very good runs, which created space for others. And we went in there. So therefore, Kudos had good, good uh, chances, uh, Osman Bukhari, so it was fine. Like, like I said, um, we have to keep it cool, we have to score more goals, so this is what I have to say. But very, very good runs, also for Minyaki. Uh, um, so this created, this diagonal runs created space for Kudos to go in the other way diagonal and to shoot. If the defender wouldn't go with him, he could have passed to, to Inyaki, but they went with him, this created space. So we had a lot of good chances, and this is what I'm happy for. Sometimes you can have games like this, and believe me, I myself played against lower-ranked teams, uh, or lower club teams, and we even lost this game. So I'm very, very happy, or we didn't create any chances, so I'm very, very happy that we created a lot of chances. Otuado also spoke about Fatah Isahaku, who scored his first goal for the Black Stars. He says he was impressed with his display. Yeah, he's a very, very good winger, powerful shots. And sometimes he needs just a little bit more patience with the shots and more preciseness instead of hammering all out. So, and this is what I told him. You know, he should feel free. He should make his runs behind the line. He should go one against one. And then when he has a chance, he should use lift his uh, left foot very, very gently because if he uses gently, it's even enough just to be precise to, to score on the goal and then you score. That's what I told him and yeah, I believe he did. We had Black Stars head coach Otuado speaking there. On today's episode of our World Cup Facts series today in Qatar, City Sports, Ivan Sofuchumansu takes a look at the oldest and youngest head coaches at this year's tournament. Welcome to Today in Qatar. Netherlands head coach Louis van Gaal is the oldest head coach at this year's World Cup. The 71-year-old led the Dutch to book a spot in Qatar after they failed to qualify for the 2018 edition in Russia. Qatar 2022 with van Gaal's second appearance at the World Cup after leading the Dutch to a third-place finish at the 2014 edition in Brazil. On the other hand, Argentina's Leonel Scaloni is the youngest head coach at the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Scaloni only turned 44 in May earlier this year. The former Deportivo La Coruña player served as assistant coach under Jorge Sampaoli at Sevilla and Argentina before taking over as the substantive head coach of the Albi Celeste in November 2018. Under Scaloni, Argentina finished third at the 2019 Copa America and led the team to win its first title in 28 years by winning the 2021 Copa America. Better, 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 better. 
Head City Sports, Ivan Sofuchu Mansu, with today's episode of Today in Qatar. Moving on to the Ghana Premier League, and Accra Hearts of Folk have parted ways with head coach Samuel Buedu and his entire coaching staff. The decision follows the club's poor start to the Bet Power Premier League season, where they are yet to win a game after three matches. Buedu, during his spell with the club, won the Ghana Premier League, two MZNFA Cup trophies, the Super Cup, and the President's Cup. In the interim, Hearts of Folk's under 20 coach Samuel Ninoy will take charge of the team until a substantive head coach is appointed. Moving on, Kumasi Asante Kotoko can move up to ninth uh, place on the Bet Power Premier League table when they take on in Swatchman FC later today. The Porcupine Warriors host the newly promoted side at the Babayara Stadium in an outstanding league match. Kotoko's head coach Seidu Zerbo wants fans of the club to be patient with the team he's building. In your when you look at the team, it's a new team that um, we are reading now. Players from various clubs are in. Looking at uh, the players of the squad of last season and this league, you see that many of the players are going to many are in. So I think it's my uh, supporters to be calm, not to put many pressure or my pressure on the new players. And I hope that with time um, they will be used to, to, to their strategic philosophy or uh, the huge spectators you heard Asante Kotoko head coach Seidu Zerbo speaking there. Let's now get the latest from the UEFA Nations League. And Alvaro Morata grabbed a dramatic winner as Spain beat Portugal to qualify for the Nations League finals. Portugal only needed a point to advance and had chances to score. But Diogo Jota and Cristiano Ronaldo both missed glorious opportunities. Spain will be joined in June's finals by Croatia, Italy and the Netherlands who are expected to host all games. And some friendlies also played yesterday. Brazil, they were 5-1 winners over Tunisia with Rafinha scoring twice and Neymar also getting a goal. Neymar is now two goals away from Pele's Brazilian record. South Korea were 1-0 winners over Cameroon. That goal was scored by Son Heung-min. And Darwin Nunez was on target for Uruguay as they beat Canada by two goals to nil. That brings an end to kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Kranting. For more sports news, visit citysportsonline.com. Kickoff was brought to you by Le Shell. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. They'll call me freedom just like a waving flag. When I get older, I will be stronger. They'll call me freedom just like a waving flag. And then it goes back, and then it goes back, and then it goes back. Oh. Born to a throne, stronger than Rome, a violent prone, poor people's zone. It's my home, all I have known, where I got grown, streets we would roam, out of the darkness, I came the farthest, among the hardest survivors, learn from these streets, it can be bleak, accept no defeat, surrender, retreat, so we struggle in, fighting to eat, and we wonder when we'll be free, so rise above the noise, for that fateful day, it's not far away. 
732 Still listening to the City Breakfast Show Send us a message on 0549 The birthday message is coming in I heard them say Someone says, please wish Chief Inspector Seth Amediku and Chief Inspector Frank Yeboa of the OEB Police Station. These two officers uh, have uh, been very professional with their work and they are worth emulating. That, that, that's coming from Elvis Washington. This one says, kindly help me wish my sister and friend Nancy Bano of um, Nicholas School. I think it's St. Nicholas School. Happy birthday. That's coming from Neo. Happy birthday to my lovely wife, Dr. Ifwa Jim for foreign cancer. May all your wishes come to pass. That's from Dr. and Cancer of Hachu. Now it's the season of discounts in the Samsung Blue Tag sale. Get 50 to 50 to 500 CDs of handsets um, like the Galaxy A13, A23, and A53. We are also giving huge price drops on HD, FHD, Smart, and Crystal UHD 4K TVs, one door, two door fridges, 1.5 to 2.5 split air conditioners, as well as the um, Samsung Blue Tag sale from September 10 to 30. You know some song shops nationwide. Remember T's and C's apply. 
Do you want the respect, acknowledgement, and opportunities that come with being ranked amongst Ghana's top businesses? Well, then we have news for you. The prestigious Ghana Club 100 is back again and is currently open for entries. Now, on the 14th of October, at the awards night, 100 outstanding companies in multiple sectors will be ranked based on size, growth, and profitability. You can visit gipc.gov.gh blog. They have a very lovely application from there. Fill it and then submit. And then you never know, you could make the list. Now, the deadline for submission has been extended to the 30th of September. You can contact GIPC on 0244-877-583 or 0544-332086 or send an email to pr at gipc.gov.gh. the right candidates is crucial for every business you need a service provider with the right mix of quality talent and matching capability that's why jobberman ghana is here remember they are 10 years old and so it's a great time to be friends with them you can call them on 0542-904-650 and have all your recruitment needs sorted why because they are a career development and 360 recruitment solutions company offering online and hybrid recruitment training assessment outsourcing and many more Call them on 0542-904-650 or visit jobberman.com.gh. T's and C's apply. And have you got kids yearning for a chance to bring their creative thoughts to life? Are you looking for a platform to contribute towards the national education discourse? Then Richoko, your favorite cocoa beverage made from the finest Ghanaian cocoa, is back with the National Essay Competition. It's an opportunity for all junior high and upper primary pupils across the country to contribute towards issues of national interest while standing the chance to win amazing cash prizes for themselves and their schools. Now, there's a total of 100,000 Ghana cities in cash prizes up for grabs. You can go to the Richoco uh, social media pages to find out how you can submit. You need an essay of not less than 750 words for junior high school pupils and 600 words for upper primary pupils. The topic is uh, about the education ministry. So five things you would have the Ministry of Education do to improve access to basic education in Ghana if you meet him in your school's upcoming trip to the ministry. Now remember, lots of prizes to be won. All finalists will be rewarded with cash prizes. The ultimate winners in each category go home with 10,000 Ghana cities each and another 10,000 Ghana cities for their respective schools. So the deadline of submission is the 19th of November. Go to Cadbury Richoko Facebook and Instagram pages for more information. And weekdays can be a bit of a drag, but here's some happy news to make your Tuesdays and Thursdays better. Visit the Dansoman Shell, Burger King or Starbites at Dansoman, Westlands, Tesano or Tema Community 8 Shell Station and spend 80 Ghana CDs or more to win an amazing prize. Shell will be giving the first 20 qualifying customers free airtime. The offer gets even bigger at the Dansoman Burger King as you could be gifted with up to 10% discount of free meals to put a smile on your face. Here's to happy Tuesdays and Thursdays at Shell. And the National Petroleum Authority, in collaboration with the Chamber of Bulk and
and under the auspices of the Ministry of Energy and African Refiners and Distributors Association, is organizing the Ghana International Petroleum Conference, or GIPCON 2022. Now, we spoke to them yesterday here in the studio. Mm -hmm. The event is going to be at the Kempinski Hotel, Gold Coast City, from the 28th to 30th September. Starts today, yep. And the theme is the energy transition in the African petroleum downstream context. Prospects, challenges, and the way forward. It's all about the green transition in energy, right? The special guest of honor is His Excellency Alaji Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. It isn't too late. You can still take part in it. Um, GIPCON 2022 is converging all regulators and downstream industry stakeholders from across the West African sub-region and beyond. Now, if you want to participate, go to GIPCON.com and see how you can still take part. Again, it's going on from today till Friday at the Kempinski Gold Coast City Hotel. Black Stars. Lord of Mercy. Yeah, Still the city breakfast show. Sakodi and Doneo. So this was when the Black Stars were in their heyday. The heady days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Godfrey, why? Why? Have faith, okay? Godfrey, why? Your film die or something? Oh, no. I I mean, we, we probably, if we're being honest with ourselves, we know that we're not going to win the World Cup anytime soon. But we've made it to Qatar and it's important. It's important for us to be part of the mix there. It's important for these young for the most part players to get that experience of playing in a world cup of playing at that level with other mm-hmm. international stars who are there for their countries and you know aside the the, the technicalities of football the experience i think is good for them you oh, know yeah. um and hopefully will elevate their thinking about the significance of a tournament like that and why doesn't look convinced at all as players they know what it means to be there they know for those who have been before 
Yes, and even for these young guys, they know. Look, it's no, not like, but, but for the young ones, like I feel like it's know. more like they're in awe of the magnitude of the. Do you understand? But whereas what? someone like Asamoah who has been there, who has and Dede, mm-hmm. you know, they've they've had the benefit of being there a couple of times. Yeah. So it's it's not. Yes, it's still a, a privilege, I guess, but it's not. They won't be overawed by it. Yeah. Whereas I feel like these younger players will. Oh, they'll I probably be playing and stealing glances at Ronaldo. Do you understand? For some I, of them, it will be for I, those I who don't play fun. in the leagues with these players. Some of them might be more awestruck, starstruck, and then even in awe of the country itself, Qatar, and you know everything that's there. But some, this is what I'm saying that it's good for them to get the experience, get that kind of. Out Were you of happy way. yesterday? Oh, we won. Uh, I know. I'm just asking. Are you happy with what you saw? We won. I know. Oh, yeah, that's what matters at the end. Yeah. No, I mean we know we, we have happy? work to do. Mm-hmm. We we know, right? Yeah. So let let we go we take them like that. Yesterday, a lot of the people people want to play played. <laughs> <laughs> do those people look like if we put them on their back? <laughs> the people that the casual first thing they should play yesterday they were the ones on the park against Nicaragua. Did they look like <laughs> like if we put them in against Korea and Uruguay? They would do something. So they go go in, have a good look at uh, Myung-hoon, Son, and uh, you know just look at you. Have a look at him. Have a nice time. You Take know, some photos. Part of the yeah, World Cup in Qatar get, 2022. Get get, get, no, well, we get shellacked. I don't think we we'll get shellacked. Well, hopefully not. But get the experience. Do you understand? For get the that next, out of for the, the way next for, the next, for the next one. Yeah. I mean, that's how I see. Shellacked, probably not. Probably not. But but, but having know, said that, having said that. In 2006, we didn't do badly. You see, the point is... We didn't do badly at all. At all. And in so, 2010, you know, we, 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 we... 2010, we were see, on fire. But you see, we keep forgetting that... But it was the, a different the, squad. The variables that helped us in 2006 uh-huh. and 2010, I think those variables... If I say they don't exist, that would be very unfair. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they exist in the proportions that will rec- that can help us do big things. Okay. Oh, certainly. I, don't, I, I think yesterday, what yesterday told... Mm-hmm. Us as football fans, and the reason why we are starting the conversation, you guys, just bear with us. We'll get to <laughs> the galamsey and all the other issues. But whether we like it or not, as well, the World Cup is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yesterday it was Nicaragua, but basically it was what everybody was talking about till this morning. Well, most people, okay, the, the expression of concern about the team not being ready. Mm-hmm. We've known the team was not going to be ready for a while. It's a team in transition. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Yesterday, for for my perspective, for instance, I was looking at like how they respond to certain things. Okay, it was an improved performance from the Brazil game. Improved against Nicaragua. But then, so I like the fact that there was a response. Okay, at least I agree with Otwado when he says they created chances. They did create a lot of chances. There were a lot of spaces. They did not take the chances. Okay, and there was also. What bothered me was there was a lot of naivety. Now, that is what gets you shellacked. Uh-huh. You, the mm-hmm. word you used. Yeah. That is what gets you shellacked mm. at World Cups. Yeah. World Cups are not talent pots, no, no. you know, yeah. where you say, oh, I have the most talented group of players, so I will do or no. The team has to be, the team has to match mm-hmm. the teamwork. And we, we don't have that yet. Perhaps we will get there. Uh, I, I still feel we would do well 
at the World Cup, if, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we will not embarrass ourselves like we what did is, at what the is, Afcon. What is doing well in your book? Looking at this team. Looking at this what, team. What is doing well? Uh, if if they are, the way I see it, mm-hmm. it's the organization of the team. Okay. The way I would put this team together mm-hmm. might be different from what Otto has in mind or what others also have in mind. How would you put this team together? I would make this team going into a World Cup. It would not be a fancy team. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I like the back line. Okay. Um, starting from... I, I would actually go into this World Cup, Puto Furingo. Okay. I like Wolakot and what he's been able mm-hmm. to do. Um, but I would take Ofori. Okay. That's just me. To, I would to take, start? Yes. Okay. I would take the... Odoi, if you know he was <laughs> roasted. No, yeah, but it wasn't him. You see, it wasn't him. I the reason him. why he struggled, Odoi struggled, was because Kamal Din wasn't playing his position properly. Yeah, he was doing on the ball, off the ball, he didn't do anything. Okay, yeah, and that left Dennis and, and so he constantly left Odoi exposed. Yes, so it, it made up. It ended up Odoi was constantly being overloaded. It was always two versus one. Two it was Vinicius two. Alex Telles mm. versus Odoi on most possessions. Very few people will survive. survive. I mean, two on one. Yeah, it, does, it, it, it could be Nathan and I <laughs> versus Odo, and he'll still not survive. It's two versus one. <laughs> you understand? So, uh, the problem where we have a f- the a, the problem area for me in this team is midfield. Everyone is talking about that. There's yes, and finding the best combination that gives balance. I I would. Maybe I would venture to say that we probably have more midfielders op- or midfield options than anything. But we don't have yeah, It's the, is the, the mix. Have, it's the type. It's the, it's the mix. type. It's the type. You see. For now, and let me be. I like Baba Idrisu, but I'll stick his butt on the bench. I would stick his butt on the bench right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, 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 I know Otoado is trying to be, and I understand the principle of what he's trying to do. Salis, Salis Samed should have gone for that assignment uh, in Japan mm-hmm. when he was called as a reserve player. He said he wouldn't. But I would stick Salis in that starting lineup immediately as a six. Okay. Okay. Party as a six won't work. Not, not even just that. But that's a big thing. In the, in the, in the structure of our team, Pate is effective as a goal-scoring option for us. We don't have too many. Pate is the second-highest mm. goal-scorer in our team after Andrea Yu. And I always say that Pate's best performance, if anybody has seen that game, is when we beat Congo Brazzaville away from home. Yeah. He played directly behind, was it Boachi Yadom? Yeah, but this game. time, no, I won't even play him that far advanced. What Pate does well, his best, what are Pate's best skill sets? the ability to transition from a defensive position to an offensive position very quickly with a short pass, a long pass or a run. So find somebody who just does the sitting for party to go back and forth beside that person. Party doesn't do flashy. He does it simple. simple. Keep a simple six as well. You remember the, the, back the combo? Yeah. That combo against DR Congo. You were the Duncan, a free aqua Dan- party. Dan- Duncan, a free aqua and party. Yeah. And Something aqua. like that. So if you can find that mold, you know, and then we go with it. Uh, like I said, I like the back line. Salisu definitely has to be there. <laughs> Jiku or Amate, either one I would take. But for now, I would take Jiku over Amate. Over Amate. 
Okay. okay. Yeah, that's me. I'll take Jacoba Mart. I like his no nonsense style. That is what you need. You know, he's not he's not looking to over impress. Mm-hmm. He's not looking to stay on the ball. Amati sometimes doubles on the ball a bit too long because he feels his passing is decent, which it is. But he's not in the best of form when it comes to that right now. So I'll take Jacoba. So by saying my concern is with the midfield area. Mm. Then slightly in front of them is uh, you have uh, I'd still play Jordan. You can dislike him all you want. <laughs> I don't care. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm I'm prior- in my estimation, I'm prioritizing team ethic over dribbles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and whatnot. He will do a job for me back and forth. You need somebody who will do a job back and forth. On the is wings it? there. The okay, way so the way we consume football here, we like the flash. That's why Joseph like Pinson is a fan favorite. That's why Kudus is a fan favorite. That's why Kamal Dean Suleiman is a fan favorite. But in the club settings that they play in, and that's why I said I tweeted, club football is very different from international football. The club is set up in such a way that it maximizes what they can do and what they cannot do. And they work on it every day at training. So they know what to do. That's not team football. You're meeting for three days. Okay. Every few months. Every so, few yeah. months. So I would go with Andrea Yu. I would still go with Kamal Dean on that side if he can learn to do a defensive job. You see, and even and the reason why I'm saying you le- you need to learn to do this. Have you watched Vinicius and Rafinha for Brazil? They are they, they are running and working hard. They work hard. Yeah. They work hard. The flash is there, but the team work. Is there and on and on Friday we saw it. They work very hard. True. You understand? They can do the leg over and the whatever, but when the you you watch them when they don't have the ball, <clears throat> watch them when they don't have the ball, and then watch our flash players when they also don't have the ball and see what they do. Okay. That is the most important part that I think we are missing from those boys. If they can do that, then I go to my my problem position. Uh-huh. Start yeah, so I'll play Jordan. You will play Jordan. I will stick Inaki on the right. Okay. So Jordan on the left. Yes, and I'll stick Inaki on the right side. I'll put Kamal because I know Inaki will do that job mm-hmm. back and forth. And down, he yeah. will run up and down for 30 days <laughs> non-stop. So at least you know that side of the park is covered. So efficiency is there. Mm-hmm. Alright? You are building structure. I'll still keep Kudus at the 10 behind okay. the striker. But In in in, on the, if I'm being really really mean, I'll stick Kudus on the bench Did and play Tre. I think he's uh, outside of party. He's the most intelligent ball user the team has. Mm, yeah. We need to prioritize intelligent ball use. Somebody who knows what to do with the football. Yeah. Okay, at this point I need to hold it. At this point I need, I need to, to pass it. it at this point I need to stand okay, here. Okay. okay. As compared to, I just need to carry the ball with the me ball. everywhere I go. Okay. okay. So that's for me, and, and I'll who's, still stick. Who's up front for you? I'm the sticking, still up front I'm for sticking you. the day up front. At the World Cup, <laughs> okay. I'm sticking the day. Are you up front? Okay. Mister. 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 Big time. Exactly, Mister. Big time. Is it? We will play. The thing is, this we will play a lot of games on the back foot at the World Cup. We are not going to dominate games. Okay. We won't dominate possession against Portugal. We won't dominate possession <laughs> against, against Korea, Uruguay. No. no, no, no. We will not dominate possession no. against South Korea. Korea. Well. No. Yes. They'll, they'll like dominate possession. So, okay, so the, the lineup you just mentioned, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I have to th- put a bit of sound in your Gary. Would you, if you had the opportunity, even now today, uh-huh. put an Asamajan on top of that lineup at the top? 
No. No. He's not fiscally capable. Fiscally not capable. He would have had to have played an entire season for me to the see. The kind of form, you see, the kind reason. of shape that is required. So it requires play. a lot. It even requires the person up front to press. And and he won't be able to do that. He might he might be able to come off, off the, the bench. bench. Yeah, that's an option. That's, okay. Yeah, but to start, no, he might be able okay, to come, to come off. If off he has bench. played an entire season, I'll stick him on the bench. But he knows how to find the back of the yeah, bench. Yeah, but yes. he needs to be in form. Yeah, you have but to be fit. You are you are on the back foot most of the games. So where is he so, going to? <laughs> so what is he doing on the park? And it's the conversation the Portuguese guys are having around Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. at mm-hmm, the moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. What does he exactly offer them? But he will start at the World Cup anyway. He's Mr. Big Moment. He's Mr. Big, big, big moment. Yeah. Are you, he will find are you, a goal for are you going to say I have Rafael Leal, so Cristiano Ronaldo no, sit on the bench no, because you haven't scored since when and you're in bad form? Where you know that. Mr. Big Moment is there. So that is how I would go. But uh, let's see how Otoado does it. I would go for efficiency over all the... We have a lot of skillful young players. But at the moment, they don't know how to use that skill to the advantage of the Black Stars. That's my only issue. And it's a learning process. Okay. And Kudus worries me in that regard because he means so much to a lot of Ghanaian fans and he means so much to the future of the team. Yeah. So much so that at the moment he feels his stature means that he can dictate the ball. Uh. He's one of the team's biggest stars. Mm-hmm. And it has an impact on how the kind of leeway he gets on the park. Okay. You understand? And because there aren't too many senior players on the park, like I was saying, when, if this were the Laie Kingston, <laughs> Asamoajan era, Stephen Apia, I remember when they, they showed up for 2008 and Elwak Park was trying to do too much. Laye showed him quick. Small boy. I know small boy thing doesn't play for but the point is you must learn to play within us so that the team does well. Not you. Do well. That's what we need to look at when it comes to this one. Once we're able to do that, I think the World Cup will be good. But, but, there's work to be done. Speaking of experienced players, and Otado, you, okay. <laughs> you too. You Otado. Too, we, are, we are looking at you. Are there I'm any one eye. experienced players that you feel should be in the squad that are not? No, none. none. Everybody's there. They're all. Everybody's, the yeah. point is, if you look at the, the Black Stars, like, where they are now, where they are now, the two most experienced players in this team, let's say four. Mm. Andrea, you, mm-hmm. Jordan, are you, Jordan, Thomas Party, and Bichiru Fori. You can even add Daniel Amati if yeah, you want. Yeah, Amati maybe. So about yeah, I four had Amati before Fouri. Amati okay, has been so, yeah, around so, for so, a while. So let's say four, four and a half or five. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, in this life cycle of the Black Stars, you don't have a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. And know. only the Ayu brothers have played at the World Cup. And only the Ayu brothers in this team have I, I gone to a World Cup. You get it? So, somebody, so, some, somebody will argue and say, ah, but in 2006, none of them had been to the World Cup. But the point is, as of that time, most of the guys were playing very serious football, one. And two, we had a coach who was brilliant. Look, you see, I always say that in our recent history, Rato Medukovic doesn't get mentioned a lot. Mm-hmm. But the kind of tactical work he did with the team, especially when they got to Germany, was very important at that level. To have outsmarted the Czech mm-hmm. Republic in that game would have required a lot. You get it? So, like, I, I get your point. The, the, the disadvantage this team has... I think they have two main disadvantages. One, there isn't a lot of experience to go around. And two, this will sound very controversial to a lot of Ghanaians. I think the World Cup has come at a wrong time for this team. Because for a young team that is learning and transitioning and rebuilding, 
you don't need a world cup you get what i mean the, the world like as part of your learning you probably would, should have done one afcon two afcons and a world cup but the world cup is appearing it's the first, it's the first big team. test they have as a young team go get the experience of being there and build on that look as for, as for the world cup they will enjoy but i agree with godfred on the challenge this team has the mix and i feel that's what otuado needs to work on the mix of players that he will put in the starting 11. i feel it is a big challenge to him okay so regarding my question about experienced players who you think should be there who are not there someone says jeffrey schlapp so calvin <laughs> says the, jeffrey schlapp con- should be there well calvin's within the context of the black stars jeffrey schlapp is not an experienced player compared to the ones who are there now yeah, I'm saying, he, but doesn't that's, he doesn't have experience with the within, nas- the, the, within the black stars. He has club experience. Well, yes, and it's not club experience. And that's the thing, the mistake we're making. I get you. Yeah. There's somebody who might not have club experience, but is very high level international player. Okay, and that's what I, I said showed yesterday. Big difference between club form, club mm-hmm. football, yeah. and international football. You know, but the World Cup is going to be fun, and mm-hmm. it, I think City also have a lot of fun you have to be listening to city during the world cup mm-hmm. you know but a lot of fun two final quick points okay. okay. but isn't chris Houston advising technically yeah you give him the job let's go and Yo. Then, i'm just saying i, 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 I had a chat Charlie and the sports minister to go <laughs> he went to watch the ball I hope when he comes, he comes to tell the president that mm. the semi-finals, <laughs> the semi-final pledge and promise, there is hard. It's hard. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Ingan West says, "Good morning, Nathan and Co. There's more room for improvement for Ghana Black Stars. I slept before the second half started because I wasn't impressed with their play. Jiku over Amate is excellent. I'm surprised Ghanaians haven't seen that Amate is not at his best. You are right. Chira is very intelligent. I agree with you. Okay. Apart from Pate, our midfielders are very light for the World Cup. It's not too late." To convince Duncan, Schlupp, etc. This World Cup is not is not for Sunday stars. This is Alex Duane in London. Okay. Good morning, people. This country they bore me rough. What is this one that the Minister of Youth and Sports is following the black stars around for friendly games? Is he so idle and has no problems to sit down to solve in Ghana? Is he aware of the problems confronting the youth of this country? Those other nations playing the friendly matches in Europe Nations League, are their ministers following them? Ah, what is wrong with us? We're in such a disgraceful place with our national life. Good morning. I, 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 I associate myself with every <laughs> single line of that text message. What is he doing here? Friendly game. Charlie. Should have been. Ah. Because you see, it's not like the friendly game has been arranged already. They're, they know what they are doing. Charlie, just stay and let's work on other things. There's a there's um there's an African games to put yes, together. 2023. Mm. There's an African games to put together. Okay. You. If Amate is not good for centre back, they should put him in his normal position. He plays right back at uh, no wait, wait who? Amate. Uh, yeah, let's oh, this, person, this person is saying Arsenal. I think they've got it wrong. He doesn't play for Arsenal, please. <laughs> okay, Amate has the experience with top class in the Premiership. Okay, I think the Gideon Mensa guy was on point with his crossing and how he was able to control the left wing so well. Kudus and Inaki communication is so bad they don't link up to make finishing work for the team fruitful. Okay, Lambert from Dodoa says, "When I said the Black Stars will play only three matches at the World Cup on Panorama, people thought I was being overly critical. Today we can all see it. The team has got no shape, no formula, no plan, just eleven aside." Oh. 
Jones says, Nathan, I will still argue for baby jet inclusion in this current Black Stars team. We don't have the luxury of time to be wasting too many glorious opportunities at the World Cup. Okay. Good morning, team. We're in dire need and looking for a finisher. Why are we not calling Nketiah? Well, Eddie Nketiah still has pipe dreams of playing for England. Let's go and call Lewandowski too. So, that's what I want to say. Let's call. The point is that Eddie Nketiah, has he been approached? To the best of my knowledge, maybe, maybe not. But the point is, when you listen to him speak, Ghana is not on his plate now. He and Kelom Hatinodoi, they still have dream. They still think they can make the England squad. So I think until that door is closed onto them, forget thinking about those two. It's two after eight. Up next is tech and social media trends, and the segment is brought to us by Cal Bank. You can shop in in store online using our range of debit and prepaid cards, Visa, Mastercard, and GH Link. You can also use our app and CalNet Solutions. Whether you're shopping, transferring funds, or traveling this summer, just do it with Cal Bank. To learn more, call 0800 500 500. Cal Bank forward together. It's also brought to you by Vodafone. Now, you wanted double data for your broadband, and that's exactly what Vodafone Fixed Broadband is giving you. It's simple. Just top up your existing monthly subscription with 120 Ghana CDs and get 100% bonus broadband data. Dial star 900 hash and follow the prompts to subscribe. Vodafone, further together. Cranting is back in the building. Listen, the Black Stars are in the trains with Nicaragua. <laughs> yeah, yesterday just the one new win. Um, lots of chances wasted, and people are not happy at all. People are not happy already. People are calling for um, Otuado to be sacked. Calm down, relax. <laughs> How many miles to the walk? Mm. You want to sack a coach? Charlie, don't do that. <laughs> do, do you know what interests me? When when it comes to the club affiliation, everybody can see what they want to see. And it's usually in a positive light. Okay. When it's your club team, you say, oh, give the manager time. He needs, And this is a club team that trains every day, mm-hmm. plays every week, has enough time to mm-hmm. integrate, to jail, to understand mm-hmm. philosophy. But you want your club managers to be given six months, one year. It's a project. Give him three years. But your national team manager who sees his players once every three months, once every four months, when performances and results don't necessarily go his way, after two, then you want to sack him. No. Mm. It's been, what, eight months? He's the same person who qualified this team for the World Cup. And if we are being honest, we are in a transitional period. So once you are in a transitional period, you need time. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. You've already said the World Cup has come a bit too early for this team. So if you are sitting here demanding that they go and win the World Cup, it's a bit unfair. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit unfair. We have quality, but it will take time for that quality mm-hmm. to gel. So people need to relax more for Otuado. Hmm? You can you coach? Mm-hmm. Can't coach. You say you suck. If they were treating you like that in your workplace, do you think you have hey, Danny okay. What else is in the chat? Hey. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> It's okay, it's fine. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm calm. It's okay, it's okay. Want somebody's father to lose his job. Yeah, Bokobi <laughs> Road has bothered him this morning. That's why he's ranting. Oh, I'm, very, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. At all. shouldn't have said it. You, <laughs> calm, you down, calm, down, calm, down, calm down. Calm down. But I said Katie Hammond too. Katie Hammond is trending. Charlie, people vex him. Oh, he was reacting to the <laughs> the booing of the president. No, ta, 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 away. Pa, 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 away. If you listen to the thing, he's doing like age is an achievement too. He's saying that the young people who are doing that thing, they are not serious. That 
they need to be patient. And when things like this happen, they need to be patient, they need to understand. And that uh, when it comes to issues of the country, young people generally don't understand, will not put them in places of power. Charlie, you can't be saying these things. You see, I, I, it's such a typical response for senior citizens mm-hmm. who have the mouthpiece to do so to berate young people simply because of something they don't like that 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 they did and it's the go-to response to revert to this whole elder youth Mm -hmm. dynamic you are young young. what do you know i I think it's time we get past that um it's 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 the default response that some elderly people use to absolve themselves of any kind of responsibility to the youth and accountability to the youth and acknowledging that the youth actually do have a voice and that it would probably behoove them to listen to that voice once in a while. Do you understand? These are not people who should just be dismissed summarily because you don't like what they said or did. I mean, you can argue as to whether or not you think it was an appropriate occasion or whatever, but to, to use such, you know, well, simply insulting language against a whole section or a whole demographic because because you're an older person, I mean, we know that um, Honorable Katie Hammond, you know, no, no disrespect to him, we know that he can be quite, you know, effusive with his language sometimes, and he has a humorous side to him as well. But I just think it's unfortunate that he reverted to this whole thing of yeah. we are your elders, respect us, you know, in addressing the situation. And yet again, it makes it come across as a very tone deaf response mm-hmm. from people in leadership. <laughs> as opposed to addressing the issues that the youth are trying to bring to the fore. So I, I, I think this was um, one of those penalty kicks that was totally missed, you know, went right past the goalpost. And, you know, if, if this is his way or their way of trying to distract people from the, the crux of the matter, I, ju- I just think, or maybe it was an own goal. Maybe I should say that, but I, 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 I think his comments were out of order. You said the young people have done their heads like Kubi. No, well, I mean, what is that? Ah. Is coconut. No, my head is not like. I think you said it was empty, like a coconut. Yeah, empty like a coconut. Well, and coconuts are not empty, as yeah. we know. They got water in them, man. They got water. Not. Later, Ronaldo to his friend, you know. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, embarrassing himself. Oh, they're oh. good, daddy, daddy. Oh. But why was going? Embarrassing on? himself. Chance you score goal, you can't score. Ronaldo. <laughs> oh, he and Jota. <laughs> score the score goal, you can't score. The occasion get to them. Oh. Now Spain scored them mm. and Portugal is out. Look at this. Yeah, people are drawing people are drawing comparison. Again. Again. You know that you see there's a battle. There's an ongoing battle. You can't be slacking like this, Daddy. You can't be slacking. Already you are in Europa League. You are making the job difficult for us. Ow, ow, ow. He's making the job difficult for us. They make pressure catch them, the PR team of Cristiano, we are suffering. You can't be performing like this. Okay, but reality check. He is getting to the twilight years of his career. Oh, if he's not already there. Yeah, but you should score the I goals. love Ronaldo as much as you do. But I'm just saying, yeah, prepare to, your mind. To score the goals. Well, I'm preparing my mind. Okay. But that chance is not something you should be missing, daddy. I've called him. It happens to the best of them. It happens to the goat of goats. To, he has to do that. Now we have to wait for Messi to, to miss something. <laughs> so we can have a chance. <laughs> now, second social media trends. Brought to us by Cowbank and Vodafone. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. 
So show me how you are around from the net While they make your thing manifest And make me confess I'm in the XX No say me now one minute man Get a youth militant I would be long No say me you're the only man Who make you feel like real woman She's a wife Enter the net Enter the net Enter the net Shut the wife Enter the net Enter the net Enter the net Wale Eight seventeen. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Your thoughts and comments are welcome. On the number zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Are you happy with the Black Stars? How well do you think they will do at the World Cup? What happened to Otoado? Coach Christopher Nimli sent me a message. Just as you tell Daniel Cranston that, hey, 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 gentlemen, stop there. And that Otoado should stop the part-time thing and coach the team on a permanent basis. He has no experience as a coach going into the tournament. Then do we think part-time work will fix the problem? He either does this on a full-time basis or he should be sacked. So coach Christopher Nimli They come together with, uh, How often do they come together to play? Part-time team Coach Nimli, how long do you find it? We'll get to your comments in a bit We will, okay But I have you about creamy plus evaporated milk Now this is the kind of weather Where you know you make a nice Hot cup of tea or coffee Or Milo or you know something you pour some creamy plus in there you know make it nice and creamy and you're drinking it while you're listening to the city breakfast show and you're having a wonderful morning creamy plus contains all the essential vitamins and milk with vegetable fat and it's gentler on your stomach your day is done when you've got creamy plus and it's available in all goyle shops bachelor total and other supermarkets in your neighborhood for bulk purchase contact less fam distributors at medina rich junction on 0501 or grace has found Found us at Akuko Photo in Dansoman mm-hmm. on zero two four five one six two seven four. So, oh, he knows the place very well. <laughs> the day I saw it, uh, I nearly screamed in delight. I was like, oh, that's Christmas plus. <laughs> that's what it's a cream plus. <laughs> it's a super, it's a superstar show. <laughs> you know. I was so excited. <laughs> superstar show because you know that's about is nowhere near my side yeah, of town. So yeah, yeah. I was just driving ah, along, you know, having a nice time. Do 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 do. Oh my gosh, Grace has found us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
founders. Yeah. <laughs> I found Grace was founders. Yeah. Should I Grace was found by me. Ah, you had a shop we keep mentioning on the radio. Yeah, Give man. Give me one tin of Grace. <laughs> well, it was a Sunday they were closed, but oh, I was excited to see the signs. Grace has founders. Yeah, it was cool. All right. Now, let me tell you about Shell. And if you care about your engine, whatever you drive, whatever the conditions, we have the right motor oil for your, your vehicle. At the heart of every performing and long-lasting engine, there's a Shell motor oil. Formulated with the most exclusive cutting-edge gas-to-liquid technology that transforms gas into a pure oil, Shell motor oils keep your engine cleaner, stronger, smoother, and gives a longer oil change interval. Now, Shell motor oils are also endorsed by the very prestigious car manufacturers such as BMW, Hyundai, and your car, whatever brand that may be. If you're having challenges choosing the right motor oil for your car, talk to our experts at our Shell stations. Visit any Shell station now and choose from our complete range of products. Shell lubricants, designed for ultimate engine performance. Now, GCB Bank is telling people that between now and the end of October, please come back and reactivate your account if it has been inactive for two years. If you do that with 100 CDs, you get a 50 CD reward at the end of the month. T's and C's apply. Get your account reactivated and link your Ghana card to that account. Call 0800-422-422 or 0302-681-531 for more info. GCB Bank, PLC, your bank for life. Yeah, people are always searching for convenience, a simple and easy life, and Pokia gives you just that. She's your virtual assistant from Star Assurance. And wherever you are, you can renew or purchase your motor insurance. And she's here to cater to you and make your life easier. Chat to Pokia on 0242-436-160 or dial short code star 713 star 222 hash and enjoy a smooth and quick service. Star Assurance is your solid partner. Let's go to a couple of messages on the Black Stars. Okay. And whether they are ready for the World Cup or not. Whether they are ready. Well, Chonko says, I disagree with Godfred. Those World Cup experienced players were very poor against Brazil. We would have conceived more conceded hey conceived Joko, please it's conceded more goals in the second half if the new additions were not introduced okay abraham mm. Bingbawe says hi city mm. we're all saying there's more room for improvement for the stars but from where i sit they have more compounds for improvement <laughs> okay more compounds jonathan Nkolebu says how will the minister chop pediem if he doesn't follow the black stars around oh if so. a comfort Charlie. Okay, this uh, Richardson says, Godfrey's statement made earlier is still making my day. Those who want to play, played yesterday. <laughs> I will play Wakaso anyway. Experience, grit, and all. You know, somebody else, I think Obed sent me a message saying that they should bring Wakaso back to the squad. Hey, Godfrey, why do you look, you have a look of incredulity on your face. As no, if, no, no, no. As if he's I'm, blasphemed. I'm not av- What's I'm going not, on? I'm not averse to, to Wakaso. Wakaso if he can curb some of his successes. You know, there's no a time. use for what he does. Yes. Okay, that's the thing about that's what I'm saying, the thing about international football. There are so many we like to we can somebody say, let's write him off no, no, because no, no, no. he he'll come and collect red card, yellow card. There are certain games if you have Wakaso on the pitch, an opponent will not do certain things because he knows that Wakaso is on the pitch. And that will also help you to be able mm-hmm. to do other things. Yeah. Okay, so they are used for him. I, I, I don't think it's such a bad thing. <laughs> if he so can curb some opinion. of his excesses, why not? 
Okay. Why not? All right. Um, your fee from Joe Lu says, after watching the two friendly games of the Black Stars, the only thing that can qualify us from the group stage is to build the cathedral. <laughs> Hey, Ghanaians. Redeemer Kamfrankaswa says, I think from the blast of the whistle, the Nicaraguans started with time wasting because they knew that when they open up, they will concede more goals. Okay? Really? Emmanuel Intadi says, Good morning. I think Akuto has said it all. We have players, but not a team. There's too much individual over elaboration, which will not take the team anywhere. Okay. Well, yes, from I can Lashi- isolate. Like yesterday, six, even in the first half alone, different sequences mm. between Kudus and Osman Bukhari. If I had a king, if we we're playing close football, <laughs> their coaches will call them lash to the touch line and lash I, them and send them back. Yeah. I remember in Tarko. six different sequences in the first half where they just need to, you've beaten the man, make the pass and continue into space. That is all that is required. You want to go one, two, three, ten, two. And you know the thing about the thing about your as, as, the way we consume football yeah, here. Exactly. That is what we like. But, but you have to finish it as well. <laughs> so he played. Well. Then after that, he loses the ball. Mm-hmm. I remember. And then I remember when when, when secondary school in Tako. Yes. Which year was it? This was. What, I think first year, second year. <laughs> I, in in one of the games, our centre forward managed to hit. Beat the offside trap, dribbled the goalkeeper, dribbled the defender. Instead of scoring, he held onto the ball, waited for them to recover. And then he wasted the ball and Kutsapon called. This was right in the middle of Intercoke. Kutsapon called him and asked him to do push-ups on the side. (laughs) Asked him to do push-ups on the side. Hmm. Because no, we are not here to joke. <laughs> More messages. Right. Yes, Kobla from Lashibi says, Upon watching the match yesterday, I think our players need to do reflexes training because I saw lots of players throwing their foot after the ball had already passed them <laughs> by. <laughs> that slow reaction time cost us a lot of goals. Okay. Uh, Ghanaian should give Otto Ado a break. He's putting a team together. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Greatness yeah. is achieved with time and hard work, and Otto Ado is working on it. Let's not forget the case of Ali Usisei of Senegal. Frankly, I think Asamajan can join the team as a striker's trainer, like the way Thierry Henry worked on Lukaku. Good morning, Nathan and team. Uh-huh. This is Emmanuel Duona. We, we agree. We agree. He's yeah. working on a team. We love that. They are mm. learning. All we are saying is that as part of one's learning process, a World Cup, like the World Cup being your first assignment or your first test, is a little tough. It's tough. It's tough. You let's know. let's go a bit. And he mentioned Ali Usisi. Look, he, they went to 2018. It was a flop. I think yeah. they flopped the AFCON. 2017 after, AFCON. 2017 after. Then 2017 AFCON. 2018, well, it didn't work. Then they kept trying until they won. So by the time they were ready to win an AFCON, they had all the experience needed to win an AFCON. So it will come, it will come together. See, and to and the thing, the I, 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 you know, just... Wrapping this up, Daniki, you won't see anything. Sports panorama. <laughs> no, I'm not here to see anything. Uh, look at me. Sit there and look at my face. Fred for oh. me. I'm not here to see anything. <laughs> okay. You know, um, on this. Kojo uh, Safo Kantanka Jr. Mm. Um, from Takaradi says, Good morning, City crew. I think Otuado needs some time to nurture the players very well. Okay. Yeah, I think we're, we're, there's a consensus on that here anyway. I think people agree that it will take a bit of time to get the well, stars to where they want to be. That's what we understand that. Uh, mm. And get the mix right. You know, all, all I ask is we just need to focus, you know, <laughs> and, care, and, and care by expectations yes. a bit. We'll take whatever we get at the World Cup and then work... The group of death. Yeah, and work on it. 
Now we are in the group of death. Okay. Yes, so it's going to be very difficult for a team that yesterday, is now yesterday, to was it yesterday that group? I watched Korea yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were at it. Very good team. Mm-hmm. Very good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you this last year, you said the Koreans had been losing. You, Daniki. <laughs> but the Koreans, are they are also complaining. The same way we are complaining here, they are also complaining. Everybody's complaining. Yes, everybody's complaining. Everybody's complaining. Just to wrap, you know the country that everybody is sleeping on Which in one? our group? Uruguay. A lot of people seem to somehow forget how stuck the Uruguayans are. Oh, yeah, it is when they line up that people when will they see that. Ah, this person oh, is from Uruguay. People are. Are you oh, sure? Oh, I want to speak to all. They say, oh, I don't think no. people seem to think people, that. No, but no, well, most okay. people I see as. Yeah, it's because of the revenge. But the point is, the Uruguayan team that to show up. <laughs> should, we, should we give some of the names? Okay. Oh, the usual. It is Suarez that's who starts. Who forget that we will be on the bench. Suarez is very good friend. Cavani. As long as they are fit, he will be there. It is Torreira Valverde. Torreira. Vecino. And Fede Valverde. Fede Valverde. That guy. Yes, Araujo is injured, so now Jimenez needs to find a new partner. But he's already there, Quartes, Sebastian. He's been there for a million years. They are goalkeeper. Moslera. Moslera. He's bent and cold. Ah, uh-huh. he, he might even be on the bench. He might even be sitting down. As you're mentioning yeah. some names, eh, it's re- reminding me that this could be the World Cup where we see the last, at least on this stage, of a, a lot of, uh, uh, yeah. a lot of, of legendary, you know, skilled players of our generation, of this generation. A, a golden generation is yeah, walking is, away. Is, is walking Suar- away. Suarez is last. Suarez, yes. Messi's Cavani, last. probably last. Definitely Ronaldo's seen on this last. last. You know, he's, he's not seen on this last. He's coming back. He's coming Daniel. back. Daniel. He says he will play. Oh, but he's not the one saying it. He says he wants to be around at the next. Daniel. They want to bench him already. <laughs> who wants who to bench him? They should try it. We'll finish. Them say, me out like shit up. Them say, me ting long time. I would be like, most of me are the only man who make you feel like real woman. She's a wife. Now, if you want the respect, acknowledgement, and opportunities that come with being ranked among Ghana's top businesses, Ghana's Club 100 is back. Visit gipc.gov.gh. They have a form, they fill that form and make sure that everything is intact. Remember, companies will be ranked based on size, growth, and profitability. So, submit all the things they're asking you to submit, or you can call 0244. 877583 or 0544 332086. So send an email to pr and you get all the info, and then your company could be part of the Elite Ghana Club 100. Samsung is having a lovely blue tax sale. They are giving up to 500 CDs of handsets like the Samsung Galaxy A13, A23, A53. And they are also giving away huge price drops on HD, FHD, Smart and Crystal UHD 4K TVs. Imagine watching the World Cup in Crystal UHD 4K TVs. You see everything on the player, including his veins. Probably, <laughs> yeah, I'm watching that. They have also uh dropped prices on one and two door fridges, 1.5 to 2.5 HP split air conditioner, as well as Samsung Blue Tag. I uh, see from September 10 to 30 across Samsung shops nationwide. Yeah. I have to do this dedication. Sorry. I know birthdays. Yeah, we, and let's yeah, we are going to do them, right? Okay, so. I'm going to do your money. Yes. But I have to do this birthday dedication to my darling, darling sister, sister friend, Ranstina. Yankee mm. or Paris Safro. Today's what? today's Tina's birthday. What? Yes. Yeah. 
my how's beloved, my our beloved Tina. Come again. Yes, Alfie's was a couple of weeks ago, I believe, and Rancina's is today. So, Rancina Lee, you know I love you. Happy birthday. And, and I'm laughing because I've been bugging her about just to remind me when her birthday is. I know it's in September. I know it's close to Alfie's birthday. And I just kept getting confused. And she was laughing at me. So, Tina, happy birthday. Happy, 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 happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to you, <laughs> All right, it's time for your money. Your money is brought to you by CBG. Hmm. CBG, we stand with you. I'm taking your money from an article that was posted, well, from the conversation that oh. I read yesterday. Yes. And it was about how to basically manage your funds during these tough economic times and mm. when interest rates are soaring and things of that nature. And one of the tips was that you should, as much as possible, try to pay off your debts first. You know, we're all, everybody's trying to hold on to the money they have. and mm-hmm. But if you owe, if you owe, Try to settle that first. Get that out of the way. You don't want that hanging on your neck. And, you know, in jurisdictions where the kind of debt you have affects your credit score, it's actually, you know, it's a big deal, right? Here, we're still not in that kind of system yet where credit scores um, basically dictate what kind of life you're going to live because your credit score determines everything you do. But we are getting to a point where because... Now you can track people a bit better. We've got our Ghana card, which is part of the reason we're doing all this Ghana card stuff. Banks are giving a lot of loans. They're they're able to track you now. Even with these um, mobile money loans and things that people don't want to pay back, there could be a way to track you now, you know, through Ghana card. So try to pay off your debts. Yes, it may seem like a hassle and a headache now, but before you borrow money, you should know that you have to pay it back, right? So... Get that out of the way, clear it, especially since now these interest rate hikes are unpredictable. The longer you leave those debts, the more interest you could be paying on them as time goes on, right? So a word to the wise, if you've got some outstanding debts out there, try as much as possible to pay it off quickly and free yourself of that debt burden. That was your money brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Now who be you? Now come on, I don't think we 
man, she run a young town. Oh, when they, yeah, we press a go criminal, we just spin text. Tell it with the critical thinkers. Yeah, we ain't can't be caught to cry like I'm a singlet. But I'm full of what to hold last year. But I swear the one who me a pillow. They think I mean if I saw my big book club yet. Then I say who came when I go home, I tell it came for cause they be beat up. Them say you know what you do where you do them shabble. Fem a fem, fem a fem, I'm a gun your fin, I'm gonna open a job. DM Prince Bright. Oh, this one, Ufe Chon. It's by M.O.G. But look, the other thing on our on our minds this morning, Galam say. Now, in the last weeks, you know, we've been talking heavily about Aisha Huan. She's in court. She's in she's in court. She's been denied bail again. <laughs> And uh, a judge, a circuit court judge, his honor Samuel Bright Aqua. And it's a very interesting quote coming from him. You know, usually judges don't comment on the cases they are handling. They usually ask, you know, they'll true, do what true, yeah, true. they'll do their legal work. Submit this, submit that, that kind of thing. But he's gone ahead to give a statement. Okay. Now his honor. Samuel Bright Aqua is urging the courts to take a strong stance against Galamsey-related offenses. Now, this story is on citynewsroom.com. And he says that um, the destruction Galamsey is causing uh, to the country's water bodies and forest cover is far-reaching not only to humans, but also an animal within these habitats. And he was saying that while denying a bill application for Aisha Huang and three other Chinese nationals, facing illegal mining and sale of mineral charges on Tuesday. And he said it was sad that the country would soon have to import water huh? if Galamsey was not fiercely fought against. So a judge who's handling a matter, mm. it looks like, I'm sure he's read the facts of the case and he's gone through all the evidence probably brought before him. And he's come to the conclusion that, look here, you may bring people to the court. We may take them through a trial process. They may be sent away, whatever, jailed, whatever. But we need to do a lot. And I'm happy that it's coming from him. I'm mm. sure he's I'm sure he's followed, he's listened to the news, he knows. But I guess having people in his dock and in his court 
and probably going through their offenses, you know, it's, it's forced him, not forced him, but I'm sure it's really hit home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's made this call that we don't have to treat these people with kid gloves. We don't have to give mm-hmm. them a slap on the wrist. Yeah. And let them go free and say, yeah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. We have yeah, to do a lot more. We have to do a lot more. Um, I think, I mean, he's broken it down to essentially the devastation that's being caused to, to life by these activities. And, um, you know, I mean, it's interesting. Usually you wouldn't hear a judge maybe comment in this way about a case that's pending, right? Because they don't want to sound prejudicial, right? Or, But the Galamsey menace and the level to which it has gone, even after all of the investments in fighting it and tackling it and task force against Galamsey and media coalition against Galamsey and Operation Halt and Operation This and That, and we're still getting water, the color of coffee, you know, coming out of our main river bodies. Um, very, 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 very tragic. I think we've all seen what our dear colleague Kafuide has been doing on social media, where he actually went to take samples of water from River, was it River Ancobra or River Prague? I can't remember. But, um, and I think it just, it just brought it home for a lot of people. The actual, you know, seeing firsthand what that water looks like and you can imagine the implications it has for people in that area some a lot of whom probably relied on that water for everyday activities you know some probably even having to consume it you know as a water source mm-hmm. and i'll look at it and i'll look at it um it, it almost makes you think that there isn't enough outrage about the galamsey menace you know when you look at what actually is being caused by these illegal activities so um Judges, obviously, he sounds frustrated about it. And I think it it is a frustrating situation. And I'm sure even for those in a position to fight it, you know, the lands minister, all of the the task force, the coalition, the regsecs and the various regions that are being affected, um, there's probably a lot of frustration there as well. Because, again, after pumping so much energy and resources and, and strategizing to fight this menace still, you know, one might even say we, we've we've gone backwards. You know, even after all of that. So, I can imagine a lot of people are feeling pressure and and, and probably a bit um, bereft of solutions. You know, or or just trying to to get a solution to this problem. Um, but I think as long as it's so lucrative for those involved in it, it's going to be very difficult to tackle it because unless you're able to offer an alternative livelihood it's going to be really really difficult you know i was watching yesterday on on one one of the channels a cocoa farmer speaking about how he's basically happily cutting down his cocoa trees and giving his land to galamseas because it's it's more lucrative for him he's abandoning planting cocoa in favor of giving his land out for galamsey it's it's a crisis that is snowballing into epic proportions and um the sooner we find a way to clamp down on it i don't know what the solution is but i'm sure many people can put their heads together and probably think of one but we're looking at far-reaching consequences aside you know what we're seeing now with with brown dirty water you for 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 me i always say that the bigger the day (laughs) the day i got alarmed was i remember a few months was it a few months to about a year or so ago when we had reports that and i think uh, his honor 
um, Samuel Bright Aqua made a, made a reference to this. His owner, um, uh, Samuel Aqua, made a reference to this. When I first heard that, if we're not careful, we could be importing water. Mm-hmm. For me, that was when mm-hmm. I started to worry. That if, I mean, upon all the things we want to import, water. Yeah. Water. And you see, when, when the um, GWCL, Ghana Water, is asking for increase, right, in, tar- in utility tariffs, we forget that this is a large part of why. Because the turbidity of the water that they have to treat now is so high that the amount of chemical they have to purchase, and a lot of that chemical is imported, so they've got to pay to import that chemical to basically purify the water, clean it, make mm-hmm. it look palatable, remove those harmful toxins from it. And it actually gets to a point where there's a limit to how much chemical they can use that will still be safe for human consumption. Mm. So if you get to that point where they can no longer even put enough chemical in to make the water usable or safe for us to use, then yes, we're staring disaster in the face. There's only so much they can do. Do you understand? So it's it's we may think this is you know, particular or peculiar to only certain areas and it's not touching us. It's touching all of us in various mm-hmm. ways. In various ways. You're paying more for your water partly because of Gallum C. Hmm. Let's, let's go to the Ashanti region now. <clears throat> um, illegal mining is booming there. More community members, including women and children, are now involved. Now, checks in major mining communities within the Amancia South and Atrimamponia districts uh, show that vast farmlands have been destroyed and illegal miners have blocked or diverted the course of major or various water bodies and that's causing immense pollution the ghana armed forces under the operation halt 2 has arrested one illegal miner confiscated 12 excavators in these areas and has destroyed other mining equipment now our bureau chief of the middle belt edward opomafo joined the military on an operation which lasts almost 24 hours and he's managed to put together this report this is the level of devastation. Vast lands have been destroyed because they engage in illegal operations here. And it happens within a number of communities within the Ashanti region. More persons, both indigents and migrants in many mining communities, have made it a major activity to engage in Galamse. Within the Amancia South District, for instance, the practice is common in areas such as Manso Datano, Mansodadiasi, Mansotakrasi, among others. It is no secret that people in these areas openly engage in the act. Women and children are very much involved in the act. Some serve as spies and alert the illegal miners. Once an anti galamse team gets to any of the communities, these illegal miners are mostly armed as guns and bullets were retrieved at some of the sites. When they started fleeing, following the arrival of the Operation Hall 2 team, the almost 24-hour operation was started on Monday and run into the early hours of Tuesday was in the season various mining equipment used by the Galamse operators. The military then destroyed shelter and other items used by the illegal miners. The team seized excavators on site and drove them to Datano police station removed the batteries and control boards, and then left the excavators in the care of the police. Some other mining equipment were bent on the sites. Others, in their bid to outsmart the team, 
move the excavators from the mining sites and punk them in front of the houses. But the military team seized them and subsequently took same to the police station. One, which the owners had deliberately taken keys away, was bent, while two others were destroyed. A vehicle and a motorbike at the Glamsey site were seized as well. Farmers in the area have been lamenting the adverse effects of Galamsey in the area on the activities. Ajodoma is a farmer at Mansuda Diase. a young man who had his excavator seized by the team, Akwasiya Boa admits that the operations are causing serious distractions to the environment, but believes they do not have any other option considering their current circumstances. Akwesiabwa believes coming up with laws to properly regulate mining in the area is the appropriate solution to the menace. At the Chumampunya district, a similar operation was undertaken. One person was arrested while other mining equipment were confiscated. The confiscated excavators were left in the care of the district assembly. The military team that is embarking on the exercise believes this will gradually discourage people from the act. City News observed that in the early hours of Tuesday, more vehicles used to convey excavators were being sent to some of the mining areas after the operation to supposedly transport the excavators that the team did not see and seize. The Glamsey economy appears to be booming in these mining communities. Seizing or destroying the excavators come at a huge cost to the owners since the residents tell City News that they rent out the excavators to the illegal miners for about 9,000 Ghana cities for eight hours. Illegal miners are operating with impunity in various mining communities in the country. In some cases, they are diverting the course of various rivers and, and they are destroying water bodies. And as such, uh, stakeholders will have to come up with more strategies that will help address this issue comprehensively. For City News, I'm Edward upon Marvel. Mansuda Diase.
So that was uh, Edward Opomafo's report. Ah, and God, I don't know how. I don't know. Again, Nathan, you had you had look at the kind of money they make. How do, how, how, do you, what, what, how do you offer an alternative to that? When someone has been left to make that kind of money for so long, how do you then convince that person to stop doing that and pick up a, a trade of some sort or some skill? How many, how many of us in this room, how many people, 9,000 cities, what, every, every eight hours? Nine thousand every eight hours. If yeah, I if it's rent an excavator. If I were do if I were doing that kind of business. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah, man. Do you understand? Who makes that kind of money? I mean, there are people in the upper echelons of management who don't make that kind of money. And it's how are you going to how are you going to make that up? If you tell this person to stop doing LMC. So that's one of the biggest reasons you it, it's tough to fight because the alternative is what? What what kind of livelihood? And again, because it's been left or they've been left to be able to operate for so long, now it's more difficult to nip that in the bud. Because what so what do you what should this person do? <coughs> Obviously we're not justifying it, no. But if well, someone is used saying, to earning that kind of money every day for some years, they won't turn their that? back on this. Huh. Let's um I think we have um, Edward on the line. Okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to him yeah. in a second. But just listening to that report takes me back to our professor friend from the University of Ghana, of the English department, the one we spoke to. Gladys Nyako. Gladys, yeah, Professor, professor uh, Gladys Nyako um, Asari. And it was very interesting just hearing her. Look, and she's not, she's not an environmentalist, she's not a geological person. She just did this, I'm sure, out of curiosity and out of concern. And, um, she shared very interesting revelations, but let's get to that. Let's let's speak to Edward, and then maybe he can give us a deeper feel or a deeper look, or a more nuanced look at exactly what he saw, because he wanted to put everything together in a five minute five minute report. So we clearly must have missed some details. Um, Edward, hi, good morning, uh, welcome. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We just listened to your report. You were describing. The devastation, of course, it was for TV, so we really couldn't get the details. So let's just start off with the description. What exactly did you see as you spent almost a day with the military as they were going around working on that Galamse operation? As well, Nathan, well, the devastation is that massive. And you can actually imagine uh, the size of five to about ten football pitches. Just together, where you look at Barbara, um, just at Barbara, so let me just use Barbara, or maybe we use the Accra Sports Stadium, for instance. About these, the size of these ones, about uh, 10 of these ones being destroyed, and you just get to know they're just uh, valleys that are, have been created. And it's not as if these ones were done a long time ago. You get to the site, and you Hello, Edward. People running away. That's where the military. Oh, Edward, your, your line is quite dodgy. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to to you in a second. Uh, there the are gremlins in the line. <laughs> the gremlins and Grinches in the line. We'll get. So, <laughs> this is this is serious. 
this is serious. So, uh, like I said, like the preamble said, or like the story said, he went to major mining communities within Amansia South and Atriman Ponya districts. And the farmlands have been destroyed. Farmlands have been destroyed. I think he's back on the line. Um, Edward, your, your line uh, tripped a bit. You were painting the picture of how much damage had been done to, to the terrain that you, you saw. Yes, so Nathan, with these areas, you get to know that farmlands have been destroyed, and these farmlands, whether cocoa farms, whether any other form of plantation, the people just will do their own estimation and just say that oh, this is how the value of the, uh, the uh, things that we were having across, there's a value, it would have been this. But the gold, we were going to get more from it, so let's engage in these activities. And these things have been happening for a very long time. And it's, it, at a point, it halted. But as I speak to you now, and what's happening in the various mining communities, and especially the areas that we've visited, it doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon. And now people have come up with syndicates. And so it's a cartel. They, they have a lot of spies who are always around to protect that or to ensure that if any team is coming in, they will let them to run away or try to find a way, a way of hiding their equipment. And that is what is happening. And them, a lot of people are being involved in these ones. The indigents, that's indigents, we have the women and children who are parts and always involved actively. And so what they say is that this is where they are from and they don't have other forms of um, livelihood. So this is what they can do, and they feel they can get rich quickly if they go by that. And so they don't see why. And he, the people actually allege that they are well-known politicians that they, they, they know very well who have been operating there. It's not as if they are engaging in uh, some kind of proper mining system. They are also destroying water bodies. That's what the people allege. And they say they see them on a regular basis. They are some Chinese that they see in the communities. And so there's one area that I went to, a young man was saying that he used to see Chinese men coming around to mine. And so this is an area that they've known for a very long time. And so why is it that they are from that area, that tunnel, and that they can't mine there, but politicians and other foreign nationals are allowed to operate there. So they felt that, well, they can also engage in it. And so they also started engaging in it. And it's as if... It's a normal thing. If you are an indigenous and you are not engaging in it and you are struggling in life, people feel you are not serious enough. So you have to also engage in it. And they are doing it with impunity. Mm. If you go to the, uh, the Achumampunya area, there are areas where clearly there's an action to just block the course of the river or just divert it. So just to engage in the activities. You have rivers like Eniamwa, uh, Madobera, and th those ones around the Toporosu area. People deliberately decide to just block these rivers, and you find out that they are trying to divert and it's not really working, but they don't really care about where, they, uh, the, where it flows or the direction it takes. What they are interested in is to engage in their illegal mining operations. And some will admit to you that they know very well what they are doing is wrong, but People are doing it. Even if they stop, other people will be engaging in it. And they will be there struggling to 
uh, fend for themselves. So why not involve themselves? So that's how it looks like. And it's a worrying situation. And if you get to these areas and you check the level of destruction and how it looks like, and it appears there is nothing that can be done right now. I think that it appears that the people are not willing to stop right now. It's people who try to fight it look helpless. The military team back on some of these operations, but if you end somewhere, the mm. next time you're about to have some of these ones, the people within the community allege that they have spies within the military, they have spies at the, uh, the lands ministry, they have spies at the minerals commission, and so they feed them with information. So you attend the team will be there. You see, you hear people making comments that you don't worry, you just leave. You can't do this for a very long time. We'll go back to the places, and they will be saying it for the team to even hear. And that's wow. how serious the whole thing looks like. So you you went around with the military. You spent an entire day for them. At the end of that operation, how what what did the military say? Did because you just said that some of the people who are trying to fight they sometimes you know they they lose a bit of steam they get discouraged do you get the sense that you know the, the the military the military wants to still fight this or you get the sense that very soon they might also i don't know give up i don't know but what, what was their morale or what was their what was the the feeling amongst them after that 24 hour run that you did with them so Nathan, one thing that we realized was that with this team that we were with and um, they made a point that if this thing is done um, that's consistently and they keep embarking on some of these exercises, and within the nature of this exercise, they were not really focusing on just arresting people, where the people just, uh, there will be laws and then it could delay you arrest one person while the person is in court. The other uh, people who are also with them will be back to the site and will be operating. So what they are trying to do now, and I actually saw the seriousness in that, they are saying that if you want to address this issue, this issue, what you have to do is to uh, just find ways of discouraging the people. So it was just to confiscate the the mining equipment that the people are using. That's the basic one is the excavators, and then the other uh, pumping machines and the other gadgets. If you're able to do that, you, you destroy them. And so the team had a deliberate plan uh, plan to really destroy some of the gadgets, and then move the excavators away from the site. But an interesting point is that the people have been doing this for some time. So once they hear that the military team is coming around, or maybe people tell them well ahead of time, and the road network too is terrible. So once people from other neighbor, uh, ne- ne- nearby, uh, the neighboring communities will tell them that, oh, the team is coming, and they can't move the vehicle, some will just remove their control board, and the batteries, they take, take them away. So the military, once you get to the field, you can't move the excavators. And if there are a number of them, you can't. There's no way you can move them. The control boards are taken away. And so those cases, then the military then decided that then if the control boards have been removed, we'll bend them. Because if we have to leave them, the people will come back and just use them to engage in the activities again. And in some cases, it's interesting when the team said, oh, the, the leaders at all. We are going to bend it. Then he was shouting for the people to hear uh, that if you don't bring the the keys and the control board, we are going to bend it. And then people will just run 
come back and just apologize. Oh, I'm the one who, st- who stole it. As, as I took it away when I heard you were coming, please just uh, drive it to the police station. And that's what has been happening. And, so, and even when we, uh, these ones were taken to the police station, what happened was that uh, the, 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 the team um, actually took the control board and the batteries and the keys to the military high command so that people cannot rush back and find ways of taking them away from the police station. And it appears they are very they are friendly with the police officers in these communities. So it doesn't look like if you are handing it over to them and if you are not careful enough, someone will just go out of negligence. We didn't know what happened and they took these ones away. But they, the military team believes that if they are able to find ways of seizing the excavators and indeed taking them away from the communities, or if they are unable to do that and they are able to destroy them, it will discourage because it will discourage them because it's very expensive. Listen, what they are saying is that if uh, you are within a community and mm-hmm. you want to get these excavators, you rent it for eight hours. Within eight hours, you pay nine thousand Ghana cities for you pay nine thousand cities for renting it for eight hours. Yes, that is that's how much they pay. Let, let, let me ask, as you went around, did you find out who owned these excavators that yeah, these miners use for their activities? <laughs> they are all claiming to be the operators. Or, uh, they all, even some would just say, oh, who owns this excavator? No one will own them. So once they find out that it's going to be burnt or they are trying to take it away, then someone will come in. Or I, I'm the operator and the owner is not around. They will give a lot of excuses. So it's as if it's a plant and we don't give out a lot of information on, until it gets that serious. Mm. And so the team feels that these excavators, if they don't find ways of taking them, because as long as there's a road construction going on or there's any other thing going on, it's clearly for some of these things that by law, people just say, oh, did you see a person engaging in this? So even when we're getting the community, some move these excavators, park them in front of their houses, and they'll just say, oh, you didn't see me engaging in this. So the military team said, we're not going to agree. They will even leave the excavator is in your house. They will come and take them because you have to come and give reasons as to why it is that. And even when they were moving it, you could know that they move it right from a mining site. So there's a direction you just know where it was coming from. But as people try to play smart about some of these things, and later when did, um, when this um, kind of operation was conducted, and based on the fact that some of these excavators were seized on our way. Around that time, around midnight, where some of the areas that were coming back, around 1 a.m. there about, we could see these vehicles that are used to convey uh, the excavators moving from the Kumasi direction towards the various mining areas, supposedly to uh, transport uh, transport these ones mm. away from the community because they were feeling that indeed their investments would be affected. So the, the military feels that once they keep on doing some of these things, it will discourage people from engaging in it. And listen, it's the thing that you get in these areas is that it's, it looks very common. And now business people are taking advantage of it. Okay. An interesting thing is that, listen, what small mining community, look at Starcraft, say, that turn off, that they are seeing some of these areas. They are just small mining communities where you won't see a lot of vehicles. But the point is that because they engage in the mining activities and they use a lot of fuel, there are a lot of filling stations. And Business people are taking advantage of it. On average, mm. every 500 meters, you see a filling station. 
Wow, in these areas? Yes, in these areas. And it's not as if it's a developed area where you see a lot of vehicles moving. It's just once in a while you see vehicles and then people use a lot of motorbikes though. But looking at the number of filling stations and how people, and it's just like you see a number of them around. And so that's the economy over there. The currency economy is that booming. People are just involved in it and it, it, it hasn't looked like it's stopping anytime soon if we don't change the strategy. Wow, Edward, this this is this is very worrying. Finally, let's talk a bit about the destruction to the environment. I take you back um, to that point. You mentioned something along the lines of um, the community members not caring, and now everybody is jumping in and getting involved. Um, I'm sure they are aware of the destruction and and the effects, but do you get the sense that you know, you mentioned that they don't care, but when you speak to them, is there anybody who says, look, we know that there's a big price to pay in terms of the environment. Is there somebody who's aware of the possible dangers of this or the fact that there's a lot of money to be made? They really don't care at what cost they make that money. Nathan, what you get from it is that you, you get to know from the people that indeed they know what they're doing. It's something that's not really helping. They admit that it is wrong, and they know the repercussions of it. But one young man was telling me um, that if they even stop it, they don't think the other people are going to stop. So why should they stop and go hungry while other people are even engaging in it, or other politicians or people who are supposed to know better who are also doing it? Why should they stop it? Because they don't have any other thing to do it. So, and they also have that sense that. Oh, the issue about uh, security of water, water, we, we actually we, we may not be getting water. Right. Mm. They don't really see it coming anytime soon. So they don't care about the fact that, oh, it's going to happen anytime soon. And so if you let's try and make as many as well, let's try and get um, as much as we can, even before anything at all happens. And that is what, so it's mm. just like each one for itself and the various households, if it will be difficult to get to a household where someone will tell you that there's no one here who engages in the um, the act. And and that is it. So it's just, we all have to get involved in it. Let's also try and just be part of it. Else, others will just do it at our own expense. Mm. Edward, thank you so, so much for your time. I'm sure there are lots of more rounds there. We have a lot more rounds to do, and I'm sure we'll chat a few more times what, uh, based on whatever you discover as, as you go around. Thank you so, so much. That was... Um, Edward Opomafo, uh, bureau chief for the Middle Belt. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, and and you could hear from Edward's voice that, I mean, on the ground, Charlie, it it sounds it's, like a losing battle, and it sounds tiring. like something almost insurmountable. It's it's, 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 it's a it's, very tiring venture, even for those of you who are on the field with cameras looking for places even it when you're tiring, yeah. very very tiring even when you're going and in this case you don't have to think about your security because mm. you're going with armed mm. military, I, I, I'm military mm -hmm. you understand mm -hmm. but imagine you're you're on the 
you're you're in a field alone. You're using Google Maps. I mean, you're flying drones. You're trying to see <clears throat> river bodies that have been polluted or forest reserves that have been devastated as a result of the activities of illegal miners. And you don't have fixers, for example. Mm. And sometimes you have fixers, but the people will know that once they see you, you're a stranger. Once they notice someone who's not there, they notice you. And you remember when this Aisha Huang issue came and the president was... Let me just use the word fumbling about her status, whether she was deported and all. The point I made was that many young people in the villages and the bushes where they are doing their galamse, mm -hmm. they see the foreign nationals doing it. And they know Nothing the, happens to exactly, them. And they know the politicians who are also doing it. And, and I told you that this illegal mining galamse business we are in Accra talking about, it is money. And people are risking their lives. If you go down a, in, in Takwa, when we went to Takwa, for example, some of the people told us that they, it's, if you go down the earth, there are roads. It's like a road, like a tunnel. Okay. You go, you get, to, you get to a junction, you meet your guy, go, hey, where are you? They are going to mine at the risk of their lives. Okay? People are risking their lives for good money. You listen to the amount of money you pay for Hiring nine thousand cities for eight hours. Thank you very so much. If I have, if, if I were profitable, people won't be yeah, doing which it. Which means if I rent out that on three cycles, that's nine. Wait, twenty-seven thousand. Mm. That's somebody's rent for three years in Accra. <laughs> twenty-seven thousand cities mm -hmm. a yes. day. Yes, and this is going on all day, every day. Thank you. I can you. imagine all day, every day. So and you can the, imagine the kind of money listeners who have not seen Edward Paul Marfo's report should go check on City Tube. Even the road in the community, they are mining there. They are mining on the road such that women who are going to fetch water to go to the farms, they are now walking barefoot through some gullies and alleys that are very dangerous. And the whole Galamse fight is a mental thing. I think that it's a psychological game that I feel the last time I listened to the minister uh, his interview with Umaru Sanda, I felt that now we're trying to normalize the Galamse to say that, oh, if you go to any resource-rich country, they have these yeah. issues. If you go to, if you deal with any petrochemical, yeah. one idea. we have, in the last couple of years, the media has put its lenses on this activity. Try to expose the dangers and create the awareness in the minds of of, of people, both those who live in urban areas, those who have relatives in mining resource-rich areas, that these are the dangers. We are likely going to be importing water if we allow these activities to continue. If we don't check this, we count the narrative. And the politicians come to tell us that, yes, it's not as if we are against you mining. What we are against is irresponsible, illegal mining. That way, that you get to pull the people along and say, okay, these are our resources, let us protect it. For those who are fronting for Chinese people and they are devastating our environment, that we get to know that we are harming ourselves. Because they say, now we have Aisha Huan, she was deported, she was repatriated, okay, it was a figure of speech, okay, now we have put her back in court, and we, okay, so what? We are told she sneaked out. These narratives are important in framing and shaping the mentality mm. of the young people who are already in the trenches. The young man Edward spoke to, he said, we know it is bad. But the alternative mining program that the government talked about, what has come out of it? 
where has it got into? Community mining scheme. Thank you. Mm. Who went to Takwa? Spoke to a woman. Her son was unemployed, even though he was a trained teacher. After school, he was not picked. He was still home. The mother is hungry. The children are hungry. He got to do Galamse, and he was able to take care of her, take care of his his sister, who was also down with nursing and hadn't gotten posting. We have serious issues. People are doing illegal mining not because it's fancy. It's actually very dangerous and risky, but because they are hungry. And if you're sitting down hungry and you know that this excavator is coming to town, it belongs to that politician who we saw on the TV who was talking plenty English about illegal mining, but on the grounds then they are mining illegally, making the money. Nathan, if you were in their shoes, I don't think you sit down and watch. <laughs> I get you. You make a solid I'm not justifying what yes, they're doing. I, I get you. But I'm saying that we need to get the narrative right. We need to make examples of some of the big men we know are involved in this and we need to stop the the, the, the thing we are doing look let me read this message somebody sends me a message it says no more i've been in mining areas in the last two months in the ashanti region i have a region in western north the mining is happening by the road which has police checkpoints yes and cry up yes checkpoint. it says these roads and village roads no. they are all major roads it says before you get to linda door Accra from Accra to Oskumasi, Galamse is happening openly by the side of the road in water bodies. Hey, ah, when we were, when we were on the heritage <laughs> caravan from Takrade, thereabouts, going past uh, Bogoso Apiate, yeah. like I mean, you see people's containers. The difference between the Galamse site and the road is these container kiosk by the side. <laughs> Next thing you see, huge illegal Galamse yeah. beats ongoing there. And you don't have to travel too far to see these Galamse sites. So we, we are getting in there. We are becoming used to it. We're saying, oh, right now when you hear Galamse on radio and TV, let's hear the next thing. Let's hear the next thing. That's where I feel very, very disappointed because this illegal mining, this illegal galam Satan, we're in Accra. But we took our cameras and our lenses into the bushes. You know, reporting and talking. I remember all the petitions we sent to Parliament, all the war against Galam only for only for honorable Jinapo to come and say that if you go to any resource-rich country, they have these illegal issues, and he's telling us how they say it in South Africa and our own is Galamsi. I'm not interested in that. You need to make examples of your colleagues who are involved in this, and the people on the grounds they know them. Obviously, if people mention names on radio and TV, you say, where is the evidence? And you are going to bring suit and all. But the people who are in the bush, who are in the trenches, they know them. They know. <laughs> hey, we are making this look diplomatic and I'm speaking fine English. It won't go anywhere. And what is what is making me angry this morning? If you watch the videos, Edward Palma football, it's worse. What's the size of Babaya Sports Stadium? And if you have 10 of that, that's dangerous. You have 10 of Babaya Airport Stadium. Hey! Hey, whoa! This, this, this is scary. Oh, no, it's... Charlie, you know, let's go some of the messages. Some of the messages. This one... Um, okay, Koku, please help us with this. All right, like, um, 
Boy is charged. Remember when Major Mahama was killed and small-scale mining was banned and the rivers became clean at some point? Our leaders and security forces are not doing enough to protect our water bodies. We want to wait till we actually run out of water. This is a war against our own survival and against our own selves, but our leaders are still not doing enough. Our lack of enforcement of anything is exposing us in this Galamse fight or war. It is a war. We need to realize what it actually is now. Let us face reality. That's war. Albert from Abelingpi. Kwesi Ajima from Dodoa says, I think when the military is heading towards the Galamse sites, communication in these areas should be cut so that their spies cannot give them heads up. And when you're caught, it should be a life sentence. Okay. Uh, Johnny Community 22 says, Godfrey and Co., if excavators are smuggled to the Galamse sites without being noticed, then God help us. <laughs> excavators are not like chainsaw machines, which can be hidden from public view. Conspiracy indeed. Yeah. You know, Justice, one of the things that fascinates me when I hear stories mm-hmm. of missing excavators. Yes, it's a, an excavator is not the size of a pin, it's huge. So, how does it get, it gets, it, how it does it get missing? Get missing. Anyway, um, Justice in Medina says the Galamse is a war of attrition, it's a long psychological battle that wears you down. About stopping Galamse, it seems things or institutions in Ghana work when there's a camera around. Why can't we get the Galam stop personnel body cams monitored from a remote control center? And in addition, there should always be a couple of civilian cameramen with them recording for audit and evidence purposes. Okay. All right. And then we've got a comment. <laughs> we can't read we can't, this. <laughs> we only consume the messages. <laughs> this message is explosive. <laughs> 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 This message, I know if you read now, I beg you. Well, we have someone who was not happy with yeah, the happy with honorable Katie. Katie that's, that's, comments. A, that's the long and short of the message. That's okay. Tell message. Somebody has sent me one. It says, on your way to Obwasi, right from Trede, Trede Junction, all where uh, the president launched Agenda 111, there are Chinese companies on both sides of the road all the way to Rian uh, Kwanta selling Galamze equipment and mining is going on in the water bodies along the road. That is scandalous. The people are selling Galamze equipment. Hey! Ah, Chamfine. Chamfine. Chamfine is displayed by road sites. <laughs> if, you, if you see some... Uh, there's someone's house is walled is uncompleted there's mm. a gate there's a small space you, you peep inside you see it's Galamse equipment they are selling it you know? and all these tasks well it's mining equipment okay, it's what they use it for well, you don't typically you then it, it can right. end up in the Galamse too if you are buying mining equipment on the market like you are buying anything else then, then what you are actually doing is that now you are opening the door you get it. If I can get mining equipment to buy precisely, very easily, then it means I can very easily <laughs> go into see, my. And, and my worry this morning is that I can the, see you are really fired the, up. The, yeah? the level of devastation the the Galamse is costing is causing in twenty twenty two is more than it did in 2020, uh, 2016. When you look at 2017, 2018, when you look at the devastation, if you if you go on Google Maps right now, you check Pryor River and then you just put it on satellite and you look at the sites that have been destroyed, river bodies that have been diverted, cocoa farms that have been destroyed. Tell me which media house in this country has not had reporters in the bushes reporting on these things. And if they give you accounts of how stressful it is, how strenuous it is, walking through the bushes and 
and and filming all these sites then we come back to accra and it's business as usual and 2022 we cannot say that we've been able to recover x amount of 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 lands that were devastated we're saying that we're doing what reforestation how many lands have been you know reforested how many rivers have recovered we cannot say that i mean we have we have samples of water from pra in Accra now and it looks like fruit juice and it's it's worse than it was in 2016 2017 i saw a picture i actually thought it was fruit juice i, I thought i thought coffee they was holding a yes. bottle of fruit no. juice no but it's not even new because we brought some here and we're talking about like it we're putting in gas i gave i almost gave some to my colleagues in the newsroom they almost took it and in 2022 i don't think we have much to show for all the efforts that we put in. I was listening to Honorable Charles BCU on the big issue the last time and Godfrey will tell you, it looks like some people have given up on this thing because some of the ideas were not theirs and some of the things that were procured, they are not the ones there. People have been changed so there is no continuity in the fight. There is no continuity. It's always a new face, new energy. And we come to give some speeches and at the end of the day for the it's some self-serving thing we score some points and then yeah but frankly we are not doing ourselves any good we are not doing ourselves any good at all I do, I do. Now, when you buy anything, it should be the very best. Diamond 42.5 hour grade cement is the highest quality cement on the Ghanaian market. Now, we have the affordable 32.5 hour grade, which means there's a good deal for everybody that's great value for your pocket. Anyone who wishes to buy Diamond Cement should deal with the company directly. Locate Diamond Cement Ghana Limited nationwide with factories in Aplau, Takarade, and Buipe. Call 0244-313-368. Diamond Cement, still as hard as a diamond. And great leadership has been so crucial today, more than ever. Are you an accomplished leader or an emerging leader and desire to see great leadership on the continent? Then join Live to Lead Conference for a full-day leadership event. Speaking this year are John C. Maxwell, the world-acclaimed number one leadership expert and best-selling author, Mr. Patrick Wewa, President of Ashesi University, Madam Patricia Obunai, CEO of Vodafone Ghana, Uncle Ibo White, renowned playwright, Gwyneth Addo, CEO of the Hair Center, and Madam Kathleen Addy, chairperson of the NCCE, and other international speakers like Patrick Lencioni and more. It's on Friday, the 7th of October, 2022, uh, on the Leader Pass platform, uh, the rate is 799 Ghana cities for you to participate. Call 0546-665-826. Partners are Goldfields, The Multimedia Group, Village of Hope, Global Share Alliance, Echobank, Stambic Bank, KPMG, Hollard, APSA, and UBA. Lift to Lead is brought to you in Ghana by CTL Africa, Yaopebi Team, and SJ8 Consult. Yeah, the black survivors. So listen to the City Breakfast Show. Take a very quick break. When we come back, we've got more for you. Please stick and stay. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show. Send us your thoughts and comments on the number 0549-986-996. The Lands Commission is informing the general public, particularly lazis and assignees of state lands in all 16 regions, to settle all outstanding ground rent. Now remember that failure to pay your ground rent will be a basis for re-entry. You can call 203 for more info. Pay your annual ground rent now to avoid court action. They say fashion is a way to say who you are without having to speak. And GTP is ready. To inspire you to express yourself through fashion as a corporate person, an artist, a party lover, globetrotter, or someone who just adores experiences, GTP will keep you styled for every occasion. That's why GTP wants to make sure that they keep you or they keep your life styled always. GTP life styled. Now, with a series of impressive innovations to suit the once every four years football fan, the Kia Celtus. 
is highly capable of driving you confidently to wherever inspiration takes you and this year it will take you to qatar with the purchase of any kia get the chance to win one of 10 full packet trips to the fifa world cup 2022 whatever kind of fan you are there is a kia for you visit any rana motor showroom in accra tell my spin text with kumasi and takradi or call 0249 for more info this promo is supported by adidas coca-cola qatar airways caveman and is running on the nla caritas lottery platform kia movement that inspires <laughs> to the city breakfast show if you have any comments or thoughts 0549-986-996 well we do have some comments that have come in i have a comment you have a co- let's yes, hear your comment i have Alfred. a comment <laughs> share your comment with us have you noticed something Koki? and what? this is why i'm asking you this is you, you you normally take great note of changes in tones mm. abuja na post tone has changed yes yes <laughs> the, the 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 vigor, determination. Let's be honest that he about started it. this fight with when he was appointed lands minister. Mm. He came out guns blazing. Me, I remember very right well. up to the point where last week on Joy FM he made an economic rationalization. Yeah, as you were saying, I was face to face with Sander. He he made an economic. That was the first time, an economic rationalization. Oh yes, as to why. It's difficult mm-hmm. to make headway. Mm-hmm. It's true. There is that. But I'm just saying it's a full turnaround. Yes. From what from, we from what from we what saw he came when with. he became lands minister. And that should tell you how difficult yeah. this fight is and it's going to be. He's working. I'm not saying he's not working. Mm-hmm. He's doing the job. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm just saying it's even it's, not the language in interviews he granted last year on this topic. Yeah. And note his language this, in, this year, do the past two months. Do you think it's okay? Note his language, you know. And I have taken note of that. I have put it down somewhere, and I can understand why there's difficulty. <clears throat> this country has always found a way of shelving important things for money. Because this country is the one country on earth that constantly needs money. <laughs> and I'm saying this, you can consume this however you want. <laughs> yeah. We've always needed money. And the reason why this Galamsey fight will slow down even more is because at this point, we are desperate for money. money. Guess what brings money into Ghana? Mm. More than most things. Mm. Gold. Gold. Illegally got to know, and properly got to of know. the output, forty percent comes.
comes from small-scale miners. It is within that space that Galamse people operate. And that's where some to get funding for their campaigns. I'll get to that. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I'm just look at it in pure economic oh, terms. Yes. Okay. Inflows. So, okay, I, I just want to bullet, so bullet point. You say 40% yes. of what? Of our gold output, of our gold overall output. gold so output comes from small-scale mining. Okay, so small-scale mining is not Galamsey. Yes, yes, There's yes. a difference. Properly sanctioned small-scale yes, mining. Yes, but so, within small-scale mm, mining is where, where we have this difficulty. Now, within that number, for a country that desperately needs money, every CD, every dollar it can find at this moment, you are shocked that in the middle of a war, it does look like the enemy is gaining ground. And by enemy in these terms, I'm talking about the illegal miners because it is quite obvious they have doubled the grounds they have gained over the past two years. If they were, if they were acquiring territories, they would be acquiring more territory if we're fighting a war. Yes. Their generals would be at a point where they are saying, we are winning the war because we are claiming more grounds. Which is why there has been a difficulty on the government side in, act in giving us actuals when it comes to the war against Galamse. They always speak in general terms. We are doing well. But of course you say you are doing well. The lectures are going on. The seminars are going on. Anabu Duka is doing the work. He's engaging communities. Benita Usubio is in the forest. He's engaging communities. They are meeting chiefs. So they are doing well. That's fact. We are buying equipment. We are, yes, we are, we are, we are retooling and refitting the army. So we are doing the work. You see why I they always talk about our educational system and theory versus practical. What you've just described is the mm. theory. The practical is the coffee-colored water that we are seeing. Yeah, I'll the, get The lands, destroyed lands and, and yeah. farms that we are seeing. That's the practical. Yeah. So in the middle of what looks like we have strengthened the war, it is the enemy, rather, that is winning. Yes. The ground. If you look at the satellite images, everybody yes. has been sharing. Obviously, nobody <laughs> needs to nobody tell needs you... That it is the opposition that is winning. Mm -hmm. It is not the other way around. Yesterday, I heard, um, uh, was it Louis Carroll? She's uh, she's she's working on a reclamation project mm. where they've been able to raise some money. So they're also on the water side, on the water mm -hmm. bodies, mm -hmm. trying to reclaim. I would love to see what they are doing, hmm. as compared to what <laughs> the miners are doing. That is how we will judge progress. So for me, I, I am totally convinced that money has won. Money will always win. And in the conversation we've had, somebody is making 9,000 Ghana cities from renting an excavator for eight hours. And there are more fuel stations in a bush where there are no, not so many commercial cars. There's a lot of money to spread around, like I said. It's a whole economy that's built around. And we need money. So it is not going to stop. We need money. This brings money, both legally and illegally. Yeah. One way, the state needs the money today. They are not going to stop. Unfortunately, that is for me the sad truth I have come to in my estimation. So, yes, we'll keep fighting the way they want. We'll also keep raising attention the way we want to raise it. But I don't want to repeat myself on what I've said on Galamsey for the past four years. Aisha Juan, we've put her there. 
<laughs> has that affected what no. is happening there? No, it's probably gotten worse actually. Where are the other, where are the others they are supposed to arrest? Uh, they went twelve excavators, one miner arrested. What's his name? We don't even know the person's name. So we, we look at it, one miner. We want a name. Catch a name. The fact that they are unable to catch a name again tells you what you need to know. When we're in the middle of um, the bullion van thing, yeah, yes, yeah, and they said they will stop it <laughs> in one month. There had been three or four billion yes, robberies prior to that. Six or seven deaths. Somewhere yep. They said they would stop it. Somewhere, somewhere. We haven't heard since. Have you heard a billion van robbery again in this country? Oh. And they still haven't replaced the those padlock trucks, though. Oh yes, that they're supposed to replace with proper they bullion they vans. Them them. And put they put names, names to their faces. Yes. Galamse, we've been fighting it since what not. And in all this, we've just to wrap up. You know, the message about excavators are not pen drives. How, I, when I heard uh, Mr. Charles Bissi on the big issue, he tried to explain to me how in the period where there was a temporary ban on the import of excavators, mm-hmm. we imported record high <laughs> excavators into Ghana. When there was a ban? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You could only import with, uh, uh, based on the discretion or permission of uh, the minister. Yes. That was the year we imported the most. the most excavators we have. We imported 500. A figure of speech here is irony. 500. When there is a temporary ban, Man. you actually have to... It means that the processes had been reinforced. You have to justify. Some way, somehow, we found ways to justify 500 more coming. That tells you what you need to know. You understand? Too much money... To be made. The communities that they are engaging with who are refusing to stop. You've seen the reports on the cocoa farms. Will you sell your cocoa farm? No. You won't sell. No problem. They start digging. The following day, they say they'll give you 50000 Today, the cocoa farm is worth 2000 It also goes to sit somewhere. We won't see it now. Long term, this thing will come and kill us. Oh, It's already it's killing already us killing. in parts of the country. We haven't seen it yet, but this thing will come and kill us. It will not ruin us. It will kill us. You see, you know why? We've had the instances where we've had gangs fight over concessions. That was a thing a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going up. Everybody's interested. You'll get the gangs again. Yeah. From all over. Because I don't mind, we don't even know where they are mining. Like It's everywhere. It's, it's like basically everywhere. Communities are Communities have given up. Basically, because they're also benefiting in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a cash if you can't, But they're not looking at it. If you can't it. beat them, join them. Maybe. Yeah, yes, but eventually, but you ask yourself, when you have the gold and the money, what will you buy to eat? Exactly. Because all and your water is destroyed. Your water is gone, your food is gone. And your, you have, probably your health is gone too, yeah. because the kind of mercury and lead and other hazardous chemicals in that water are going to give yeah. you now... So you have money, health if- but you have no water, you have no food. You will then figure out what is more important to you. And to wrap up, my small contribution that I will add, because we never hear of them. The war against Galamse and all this thing. The EPA, Environmental Protection <sighs> Agency. I don't blame them. Chairman uh, Kokufu, I don't blame you at all. I, I think there's a, if there's an agency that should have 
been on top. It is them. Yeah. You see, because there are so many things that mining companies are supposed to do that the EPA is supposed mm-hmm. to sanction. Yep. You're supposed to send them reports, be it quarterly. They're mm. supposed to check. They're made up of scientists. They're made up of researchers, whatever. Mm. But they are never in the picture. It's constantly the minister's office, minerals commission, or something. Mm. You know, perhaps we might have to strengthen EPA again if we want this to win. If we want to win, I think our, our hope sh- sh- is not in the ministry and the commission. Do no. we still have a ministry of environment, science, technology, and innovation? They are there. Oh, well, they still have yeah, yeah, there. Dr. Ifri, is that not? Yeah. But I, yeah, I'm looking at EPA. But there's a whole ministry for environment. So, th- that's where we are with the Galamsey. But I'm saying, people should also just listen to the minister's tone. Check his words. The phrases he uses. And run a comparison. Therein lies your answer to the well, word against Galamsey. How I, is w- going? I wanted to ask if you felt he had... He Give had it. arrived at his Damascus moment. I don't know. But I'm simply taking note of what I see in front of me. Mm. I, 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 I will not interpret it for him, but I, I'm just talking about what There's I see. There's a difference in two, and yeah. which is quite obvious. Yes. yes. All right, you can have anything. 948. So listen to the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we've got more before we wrap it up here. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Publishing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city 97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city 973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city 973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Opportunity knocks, but we too deaf to hear. 
put to death our fears, bring to life our dreams. We out here, we don't adhere to regular rules. Our mama's fasting and praying for us, circular fools. With some reckless dudes, lost for shoes and shoes. New chucks, custom made of such golden shoes. Stabbed us, now we bleed and bruise. Confusing ones with needs, what I want to need. A house in Trasaco, a villa, and not down with jet skis. Jet setting in the minutes, 30 seconds, and I reckon no question. Make every first, I get the best impression. To just suppose, I juxtapose. Me now with me when I was 16 years old. Innocence lost in less than 15 years, though. I'm distinguished, so they can't extinguish my flow. I overpowered all these cowards. Them no good fit, them need you, too. I know I don't have to pound them. Need for food. Menor chat, we need chat, so I save some soup. No shortcuts to heaven, as Jesus is true. A brabonina ne wana monto. I see dramun konim die nina dramuso. Oso. And so say one can't ma e try the sun die mpo. Kafra. And from a di hu ba di awonyo. And so anyad manso and so na di diu. 9:53. Manifest. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. No shortcut to heaven. Manifest featuring Obrafo And it's quite fitting because the music video of this song Has manifested <laughs> Working in a mine mm. no Like an illegal miner, yeah, that type of thing Quite apt the messages are coming in on 0549 I've been down this road before, down on my knees I wrote this for All of my pieces looking for more, nevertheless we shock them and all Some of the boys do do for it, suck our tins, but dear lord Would you blame me, kind of me lame, pour my heart on GMO cords Their bodies on front pages of newspapers, scary They call it daily graphic, cause it's graphic on the daily I see wilds in traffic when they traffic in the dailies Life in the Milky Way doesn't taste like bellies Wish it did, remember as a little kid Confusion to seven head, the pictures were big Cautionary tales, scars still prevail If you scared of heights, don't get to the ledge or hold the rails I rose past the ceiling from underdog to villain Treat this biz like a sniper, bound to make a killing Mixed feelings for promoters and corporate double dealings Read the fine print, I meant to catch the double meanings I double dare you to be more debonair We on the elevator cruising up, they climbing the stairs Them they watch, them they stare They marvel at my career, I know they care Though they try to steal my spot, musical chess For the flashes when I'm present by my essence They couldn't capture I know they can't ever see me coming like the rapture Fame put the iron in my name, Margaret Thatcher No shortcuts to heaven, he be true brethren Picture of your messages coming in. Right, this one says, Hi, city, please. Our leaders are taking us for a ride. The senior citizens should give us a break because they are the very people destroying our future. I'm sorry for our future for the past five years. I've been on the same salary and you're making things look as if it's normal for the elderly to misbehave. Kyle from Ashaiman. What is happening is not Galamse, but environmental terrorism by people in power. Yow. Excavators are not pen drives. How can you tell me 
this story that excavators are smuggled to Galamsey sites. Nana Bain from Kofredia. I'm distinguished, so they can't extinguish my flow. Leslie from Cape says, I just came back from Mbasi last week. And when you reach Arian Kwanta, the number of Cham fans you see is amazing. Don't you think it's illegal to deal in such items now? The whole Galamsey fight is a mirage. Leslie from Cape Sender. This one says, we always talk about the effects of cyanide and mercury in our cocoa. The Galamsey zone is where we get most of our food. We need to think about the foodstuffs we use on the daily. Contumere yam, cassava plantain, just to mention a few. It will have an effect on our health, which will expose our weak healthcare system. We are giving mandates to people who care about themselves, not the nation. Um, that's why we are here. Ghana needs selfless leaders. Francis from Adenta. Um, this one is from Johnny from C22 says, How can you give fish or meat to a cat for safekeeping? We are funny when we rely on our politicians to fight Galamsey. Shia. I've been down this road before. Down on my knees, I wrote this for. All of my pieces looking for more. Nevertheless, we chuck them in all. Some of the boys they do for it. Suck our tins, but dear Lord, who do you blame? Economy lame. This one says, We are only tickling ourselves and laughing with this Galamsey menace. The big wigs involved are. Uh, political financiers, period. No political will to fight this dangerous activity that is going to negatively affect future generations. Mysterious life. If a whole political party leader can openly say he'll grant Galamsey's political amnesty just because of votes, then we are doomed. Perhaps we have to sell Ghana and leave. This one says, just as Okada transportation is illegal but goes on unabated, so is Galamsey. The battle is completely lost. Francis from Takrade. This one says, um, you guys are doing a great work. Galamsey fight is not going to be easy if the entire Ghanaian citizenry doesn't change its attitude. We are all part of it. Judges, journalists, lawyers, politicians, opinion leaders, traditional leaders, the entire security architecture, indigenous, etc. So who is going to stop who? That's from Nananyampong in Takrade. And uh, this one says, When I look at the situation with regard to Galamse and our leaders in the earth, it reminds me of the cartoon Captain Planet we used to watch when we were kids. The difference is no one is coming to save us now. That's from Makeda Papa. No shortcut to heaven. So yeah, the, the fight against Galamsey. We don't know whether uh, it looks like we are not winning that. Oh. Fight. It's a losing battle. I think we just have to be honest with ourselves. We it's, just have to be honest it's, with ourselves. It's, it's not coming together. You know, all. you know, um, Professor Hoy's book working about Rawlings? working with Rawlings. Yeah. There's a chapter in there where he talks about something like that that happened, you know, during Rawlings' yeah. time, and and you know, as as drastic as the uh, the solution was they basically eradicated people who were engaging in that kind of activity wow and so it didn't it, it didn't continue we don't want to see measures like that because it you know it, it doesn't necessarily all go well for a country to have those kinds of interventions right there's a reason we move past that 
But you ask yourself, what really is the solution? At the level in which this this has gotten to, what really is the solution? And can it really end? <coughs> Honestly, I, I I think it's it's gotten out of hand and I don't see what else can be done to control this now. No That's our city breakfast show for the morning. Many, many thanks for listening. My name is Nathan Kwa. I sat in for Bernard Avlin. You heard uh, Godfather Kotobua for Kokui, Salome Hansen, show produced by Caleb Kuda and Fred Jabano. Godfather Odum gave us help on technical. We are back tomorrow morning with another serving of the city breakfast show. Up next is the city news at 10. No shortcut to having quite a new This is a Ubri That's why the people are in the pits. Yeah, they're moving. So, you have the music video to have manifest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were doing Kalam's here. Yeah, that's true.